Welcome to the Next Dimension Podcast, your portal to an extended reality. Every week we talk about the hottest topics in XR and let you join the discussion live on MRTV. And now, get ready for another exciting episode coming up. Hi and welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of the Next Dimension Podcast, your podcast that's all about VR and AR, and today with a very special episode because we have a very special guest. I would like to say hello to Simplex. Simplex, how are you uh, doing? I'm fine, thanks. Thank you. Th thanks very much for inviting me to your podcast. Uh, oh, you're, you're very... You're very welcome. And for all of you who don't know Simplex, Simplex is a VR enthusiast from Poland. And in Poland, he has a uh, yeah, very famous VR podcast. So you're Not representing... Yet, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but you have a podcast in Poland, in it's Polish the language. Most, it's the most popular <laughs> Polish VR podcast because it's yeah, the only okay. one. <laughs> uh, yeah, you see, perfect, man. So, so it is a very famous VR podcast in Poland. So great, yep. representing Poland. Super happy to have you here and looking forward to find out what you think about VR, the current affairs of things, and in general to hear more about the VR scene in Poland because I've heard there's lots of stuff going on in Poland, right, Simplex? True, lots of good uh, VR devs in Poland. Okay, great. Great to have you on the show. Also here with us tonight, it's Alex VR. Hey! Yay! Alex from Between Realities. Amazing, super podcast that was recently, um, not awarded, but you are, um, you, you, you are, how to say that? Well, um, finalists. You, you're a finalist. That's the way, a finalist of the VR award show, man. Congrats. How does it feel? Dude, like surreal, surreal. Like we did not expect it. I wake up in the morning to a text from my co-host, Giva, and he's like, dude. And it was like, it was totally awesome. So to be recognized like that amongst some of our favorite and most respected VR creators is uh, it's something really special. So thank you so much, man. Uh, congratulations. That's amazing. That is really, pretty cool. That is <laughs> really, really cool. And I can just say that you really deserve it because mm -hmm. your show is amazing. So I was guest on your show once and I totally enjoyed it a lot. And yeah, the way that you speak with your guests is very special. It's not only about VR. You also want to find out a bit more and it's a fantastic show. Yeah, so Dude. between realities, you got to check out that show and uh, love it. <laughs> you are awesome, man. Thank you so much for having me. It is always so much fun when we get to dive in together. Oh, man, exactly. So I'm super, super happy that you're here on the show tonight. Looking forward to find out what you think about the latest and greatest in VR. Perfect. And also here with me, man, I'm always happy to have you on the show, man. VR flight sim <laughs> guy, Steve, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm very well. It's great to be back again for the second week running. Actually, I'm doing quite well. I'm here again, so it's good to be back. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Great to have you and looking forward to find out yeah, what you did last week and in general, what you think about our very exciting topics tonight. Also with me, my name is Sebastian Ang. I am the founder of MRTV and the host of the Next Dimension podcast. And yeah, for all of you who don't know yet about this podcast, this podcast is broadcast live every Saturday night at 9 p.m. Berlin time, 8 p.m. in London, noon in San Francisco, and 3 p.m. in New York City. And well... It's a very good podcast, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> amazing <laughs> podcast. It's an, it's an amazing podcast, yeah. Nearly. 
<laughs> yeah, it's, it's really not bad. It's uh, pretty, pretty good. I would listen to it <laughs> if I was you. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, <laughs> so this podcast is also available. I already have the feeling we're going to have lots of fun tonight. <laughs> this podcast is also available as an audio podcast on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Google, Alexa, wherever you can listen to podcasts. And if you have not yet um, given us a review, and if you like this podcast, then absolutely write a review for us. Get out your iPhone or iPad. Find the podcast app, which is already, already pre-installed there. Probably you just got your new iPhone 13 and you want to use it for something good. <laughs> Get it out now and write us a review. And while you're at it, you can also write a review for the Between Realities podcast. Oh, you let's go. Yeah, I'll right, piggyback I mean, on that. I mean, come on. Why not simply give both <laughs> of the podcasts some, some good reviews, right? And. I mean, honestly speaking, like um, this is all from passion, right, Alex? I mean, like we're not earning any money from this. No, not yet. <laughs> Are you <Really>? guys? <laughs> I mean, like it's, it's just passion, right? And we, we're simply doing this from passion. So the 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 one way that you could like honor this is write us a review if you enjoy it, give it a thumbs up, and all the good stuff. That would be freaking amazing if you would do that. Yeah, so tonight we have some super exciting stuff to talk about. And I believe the main thing that everyone is very excited about are the leaks, the Quest Pro leaks. And we're going to go into detail tonight about those leaks. So we've seen pictures of controllers that have their own tracking capabilities. We heard about the specs of the Quest Pro. Everything is leaked, and we're going to go into detail and find out if we believe that these leaks could be real, and if we believe that this is a device that we would probably want to have and all the good stuff. So this is going to be really exciting. That are the Quest Pro leaks. Also, we're going to talk about a new controller that Gear has posted onto their Twitter. And this controller looks really, really cool. I already liked their old controller, their, their initial controller. But now the new controller, it has a totally different style. And we're going to talk about it and we're going to find out what it could mean. Yeah, let's see. And also... There have been quite some interesting um, games that are out and some additions for games that have already been out. So we're going to talk about all these games. But now first, as always, we're going to find out a bit more about our guests and what they have done in the last week. And I would like to start with Simplex. So Simplex, great to have you here on the show. Um, first of all, Simplex, it is your internet um, name, right? You, you yes. Actually, your real name is Wukash. It's a gr great pronunciation. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. So, so no, the, the I mean, <laughs> my, my, my surname is Drost, which means uh, a, a bird. It's called Drossel in German. So you oh, okay. Lukas Drossel. Lukas Drossel. Yeah, sehr gut, sehr gut. Das möchte ich gerne machen. Aus, ausgezeichnet. Yeah. <laughs> ausgezeichnet. Okay, perfect. So very international tonight. Yeah, I love it. So... <laughs> So, um, Simplex, um, tell us more about your enthusiasm for virtual reality, because I believe that you must be just like us, a VR enthusiast, having a, be a podcast about um, VR. Tell us a bit more Glad about gladly. it. <laughs> gladly. Yeah, I mean, when did you start? What are your favorite headsets? Tell us how you got into the whole scene. Yeah, I mean, I actually, I was always uh, interested in VR, even in the 90s, when the VR was actually uh, not here. good. <laughs> right. I, I had an opportunity to test the v VFX1, 
uh, years and years ago. I think it was in Hexen or, or in some games like that. But then, of course, VR was was very, really bad. And it's it's uh, and then uh, then uh, in when uh, Facebook, uh, sorry, not Facebook yet, it was Oculus when they announced the Kickstarter for Rift. I was excited and I waited uh, for that and I managed to get my hands on DK2. And I oh, me too. Me too. Yeah, cool. I, How did you like dinosaur, it? Dinosaur Island. Remember that? <laughs> oh, I don't remember, man. No, there was this, there was this fantastic know. demo when you could see an egg that was hatching and there was like this dinosaur. Yeah, I can remember dinosaur somehow. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. It was Crytek. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ah, Crytek, yeah. Yeah, they made this demo. It was also later made into, you know, the Robinson the Journey. All right. And then, uh, then I... Uh, I actually bought Vive because uh, Oculus Rift didn't have didn't have the touch controllers. The controllers yeah, right? right, exactly. Yeah, they were telling people to sit, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Uh, you were supposed to sit with a gamepad in front of your uh, desk. Didn't you have an Xbox controller with it? Yes, in yes. the beginning, exactly, exactly, right? Exactly, yeah, right. They were uh, they were actually bundling that, and exactly. all those games at the beginning they weren't uh, with motion controls. That right. was crazy. And this Vive, despite being expensive, uh, I decided to buy it. And I had, you know, Vive since like May to th or June 2016. And I was enjoying it a lot. Uh, in the beginning, HTC rocked. True. Like yeah. I was I was like squarely in the HTC camp because, well, they, they just gave us more. True, true. But then Oculus started competing. They had uh, better controllers, you could say, touch yes. controllers. I still think that Oculus Touch are the best VR controllers ever made. Change my yeah. mind. <laughs> <laughs> Do you sit in that park <laughs> and have that like okay? Change my mind. Yeah, <laughs> I really love that. I love that meme. I love that yeah. meme. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't. I, I don't know how I could change your mind. Honestly speaking, because they are really, really good. Because you agree with me. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree with you. I can't change your mind because I also yeah. love them. Yeah, I was even a bit disappointed about Valve index controllers, but uh, so uh, I used my Vive. Then there was this summer, summer of Rift. I think remember when the Oculus exactly. I, I totally remember. It's like a couple of years ago only. It's yeah. not like so far away. <laughs> touch controls are the best. Spot on. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Change my mind. Exactly. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> I see you are a man of culture as well. That's <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like where you're going here. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so then I bought uh, Oculus Rift and I used it a bit, uh, mostly for the ex exclusives bec because I you know the revive wasn't always working very well. Right. And uh, I even had Pimax 5K because I took part in the Kickstarter. Same here. S oh yeah, man, so we did the same. We have yeah, the, yeah. the same kind of uh, life, uh, VR great, life. Great minds think alike. <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so I, I used it for a long time, but eventually I sort of got. Well, basically, when when Index, when Valve Index, uh, you know, same was, was announced. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I I saw my Polish brother. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. wow. <laughs> Germany and Poland finally yes, do allies. something. Yeah. Yeah, finally, allies. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then I sold it. I actually sold it for more than I paid for the Kickstarter. Ah, okay, know? okay, that okay. one I didn't do. I still have yeah, it here. Yeah, I sold it. <laughs> okay, cool. I already had too many. I had too many headsets. And yeah, same here. Uh, still have too many. I also didn't like the you know the junk related to 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 the Pimax. You know, those the spy tool. It was ah uh, okay. Okay. And this parallel projection thing, you know. Right, right. And yeah, yeah, right. It's a lot of things you can uh, have to set up. Some exactly. people like it, right? Because some people want to set up more things and they can like perfectly make it uh, like a good experience for them. But some people don't like it. Yeah, I totally agree. It's, uh, yeah, but the VOV was amazing, you know. 
the resolution. It is. It still yes. is. Yeah. It's still one of the best in class. So you're yeah. right. But but then I uh, then I started using uh, Index, uh, and I also bought the first Oculus Quest, because of course, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, of it course. It was a, re a revolutionary device. So yeah, it, it still kind of is. It's, yeah. it's still really good. And in the meantime, I managed to buy PlayStation VR, and I, so I currently okay. have I currently have like I think uh, the the best for me uh, VR setup because I have Quest Two, which I can use for Quest things and connect it to the PC. I have PS VR, so I can play uh, all the PS uh, VR exclusives like Resident Evil or yeah. Astro Bot. And I have Valve oh, Index. Yeah, which I think is still one of the best uh, headsets, uh, you know. It's amazing. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, I I also bought uh, Vive Pro, too. Yeah, okay. And I want I pre-ordered it, and uh, actually uh, HTC messed my order. They forgot <laughs> to. Uh, it's a really funny story because they forgot to add a street number and st and like flat number to the address. <laughs> oh, no, and, and come imagine on. this package came all the way from I don't know where, like from the half of the world, and it arrived in Krakow where I live. <laughs> And they had the street number, and they, they didn't know where to deliver it. So they, so oh the UPC, no. the company, they returned it back. Oh no! Oh, that is and that is really frustrating. And then so, HTC, so you did you didn't even have to check it out before returning it. It's automatically yes, exactly, returned. Exactly. <laughs> but but you know, and I had this you know I had this um, discount code right. Uh, okay. Because if you pre-ordered it, they gave you like a fifty euro discount or something or even more. But it was like a really good discount. So they told oh, yeah, me right, they, right. Remember? Like I maybe can remember. Like 100 euros. It I was don't really remember, but it was good. It was, yeah, it was Yeah, good and they told me that because it is returned, they cannot reship it. I have to order again. Oh, and no. I would lose my discount. <laughs> uh, what's even worse, uh, not but, only. But, I would but they made the mistake, yes, right? Like you wrote your, your number, obviously. Of course <laughs> I did. I double checked. But this is HTC, so. Yeah, right. And then <laughs> they told me that if I order it now, I will get it in, in a month because they already like run out. You know, because, oh. but you know, customer service yeah. made by HTC. But actually, I managed to, to negotiate with them, and they uh, and they promised to expedite it, and they even promised to, if I decide to keep it, to refund me this difference between the discount that I lost and okay. the actual. So that was really good of them. That that sounds good. Yeah. But, <laughs> but where's the? <laughs> oh, it's coming. It's yes, coming. Tell us. Tell us about it. I started it. using it, and I really <laughs> wanted to love it. <laughs> but, but you hated it. I had very mixed feelings because uh -huh. most mostly why I returned it, it was the buzz in the headphones. Oh no! I had the buzzing. Okay, I and totally then, didn't hear that. Oh, and then I strange. learned that they don't even th treat this as a fault. According to them, it's within specification, so they no. wouldn't. So if I no kidding. Yes. So if I let's say said, hey, there's buzzing, please, uh, you know, exchange it. They could exchange it for another one with buzzing, and then they would say, well, we did it, we exchanged it once, but the buzzing is actually within specification. Oh so, no! That, that they told you yeah. this? That's yes. Bad. Oh, that's really yeah. bad. Yeah, really. And Be because, like, I have a, I have a friend here from my German VR community, and he returned it because of that reason and mm -hmm. because of some scan lines both yeah, okay. and then okay. they fixed both for him so wow. that's yeah okay. that's i didn't want to risk it i think it's too expensive you know uh, i know to risk it and and also you know they added this stupid program right like pitul so i had like pitul flashbacks <laughs> because you need this another program now right yeah i know i know i know yeah but that's I not so bad it's okay yes but still it was like many it was like different it was like death from a thousand cuts because it was small okay. things but altogether, they add add it up, and also you know, it's expensive. So you know, I already yeah, right. ha I already have Index, I already have PSVR, I already yeah, have Quest Two, right? right? Uh, and yeah, right. The fourth wasn't so groundbreaking, you know. Index if, is good fourth, and yeah. also 
I thought that I will not mind the glare because some people hate the glare, right? I know. I, I completely I completely don't see the glare in a Valve Index, and I thought, well, that's that's great. So I won't see it in uh, in Vive Pro, but I did see it. Really? I think, I but think Vive wow, Pro, that's strange. Because it all depends, you know, on your eyes, on your head. Of course, shape. so many so, things, so many things. So so for me, it wasn't like you know mind blowing, and the buzzing. I mean, yeah. if it doesn't have the buzzing, I'd probably keep it. <laughs> But the buzzing was that this last thing that basically okay. I would not pay 800 euros and yeah. hear buzzing in my headphones. I totally get you know? it. I totally get unacceptable. it. Unacceptable. But I they, you know, <laughs> they refunded me. You know, they. It, I mean, my experience with support was really good because they they shipped it to me earlier than on the on their page. Okay. They promised me to give me back the refund. Uh, you know, the discount uh, difference if I kept it, and also. When I told the guy that I'm not sure if I want to keep it because I'm not happy with the buzzing, he actually told me, if you are unhappy, you can always return it. Like he said it himself, like the rep <laughs> on the mail, like he said it, you can return it, don't worry. Like, <laughs> OK, good. Then, then it's OK. He gave me all the instructions how to do it. So <laughs> Perfect. Really good, good. That is good. But you know what? I, I really agree with you. Like it's not a cheap headset, right? It costs like $800. And and then and then they're not if not everything is perfect, it's like a pain in the in the ass. Let's let's say it how it is. Like and, and then it's it also has some other problems. Like the microphone is complete. Oh shit. yes, I forgot about this. It's, of course, yeah, of, of, you should never forget about the microphone. Yes, never, just to, because never. HTC forget about it themselves. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that so was one of the reasons I gave them. I wrote them an email. I told them, <laughs> like, oh, that's bad with it, and microphone was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I, I totally get it. it. It's not like the home run headset, but yeah. actually for me, I like it. Since um, yeah, I didn't have those buzzing problems, or I don't hear it, I don't know. Yeah, anyways, anyways, I totally, I totally see where you're coming from. It, it should have been better. Let's say it like yes. this, or or cheaper, uh, or, or cheaper, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but then for them it's tough because they cannot like subsidize it like uh, yeah. Facebook can, right? I they mean, do have to make some money with those headsets. I, I understand that, and I like, I respect that. But uh, you know, and I would keep it if it wasn't for the buzzing. And if I didn't hear that they, they treat the buzzing as within specification. Yeah, that, that is was, terrible. Yeah, that was the worst. Yeah, that, that really, yeah, that sucks. I could even live with the microphone, but. <laughs> yeah, but no buzzing. The Vive mic sucks, man. I, yeah. I'm so tired of that. It's the same. It's the same one, like since Vive 1. Right? Yeah, exactly. And it's, uh, for me, it's still unbelievable how they cannot simply exchange it. Like, like why? It's, it's, I can't get it. It's and you know what? Sense. I would even understand it if they had the same, uh, the same one in Vive Focus 3. Yeah, but, but they, they don't, don't have. They don't. They have a good one. This is <laughs> crazy. This is cra this is crazier. Yeah, it's yeah. Anyways, it's. Uh, I must admit, actually, because yeah. like when I I thought it can't be that bad, can it? And then I finally <laughs> did try a Vive, and I was horrified. And I thought, well, at least hopefully the Vive Pro two, they'll sort it out. It's unbelievable. It's it's unbelievable. I, I can't get it. Like like they had like. Such one a job. They had one, they had one job to do. <laughs> no, really. But then they had so many problems with the, with the headset before of that Cosmos, right? It's like a, like a big mistake. Like nobody bought it. Like 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 very few people bought it, and they really had to hit a home run with this new hardware. Okay, let's not exchange the microphone. Like like it's unbelievable. Yes. It's it's oh god, I could go on forever yes. about this topic. I totally agree with you. Yeah. Anyway, Simplex, what have you been doing recently? Like um what kept you busy the last week? Actually, I must admit I didn't play much VR. <laughs> okay, that's it. Nice that you've been here on the okay. show. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just mute myself. Yeah, mute yourself from now on. <laughs> you can. Yeah, okay, good. No problem. No, but kidding. What no, what but, have you 
I actually, I, because I also love, I still love like pancake games, you know? I mean, of course, oh, VR is always in my heart, but I like, yes, I do. <laughs> I played Deathloop, you know? So oh, yeah. It's yeah, that that's is supposed to be really good. This game, right? It is. It is. And yeah, so let's not talk about it, though. Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, man. So even 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 as a VR fan, you can still enjoy um, pancake games. And what is good about Deathloop? Because I'm also thinking about getting it. Well, uh, it's a really great uh, 60s, 70s vibe. You know, like the design, okay. the, the building the cars and music. Okay. And it's it's arcane game. I love their games, and uh, so they have good sneaking mechanics. And you know, you have you're, there's a very interesting mechanic of a time loop where you have to uh, you ma you change some things every loop, and then you can um, like manipulate things because you know what's going to happen. Oh, okay, so you cool. can like, like it. In influence it, right? And then yes. it changes. And you know, all the, all other people except one uh, don't know that they're in a loop. Okay, perfect. Know. So oh, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. That sounds fantastic. Actually, it's really interesting. It's really interesting game. I recommend. Have you tried playing it in VR with the Vorp X? Have you? I've never, I've never tried okay. Vorp X because people uh, like I heard so many bad things about it. Yeah, me too you in know, the beginning. But you know, giant. now I, now I, tr yes, but now I tried it out with um, Cyber. Um, um, oh God, Cyberpunk exactly, and it's fantastic. It works okay. so well with Cyberpunk. Okay. And I, I really wanted to play Cyberpunk in VR because it's such a cool, beautiful world, right? Totally. It's so yeah, yeah. Warp X for Cyberpunk it works very well. Okay. And you can give it a shot. Okay, I'll, I, if I ever buy it. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Because I think it's quite expensive, right? I mean. I think I think yeah, I think like thirty or forty dollars. But yeah, for me it was worth it for for Cyberpunk. Sure, yeah. sure. I mean, if you compare <laughs> it, for example, to Luke Ross mods, it's not that expensive because uh, Luke Ross has the GTA mod, the RDR two mod, and Mafia mod. You know, the okay, real VR right, mode. Right. But, but in order to have the mod, if you want to uh, get a latest version of the mod, you have to be his patron. And right. it's like 10 bucks a month. <laughs> okay. Like every month. Okay. Every month. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a bit different. Right, yeah, right. So. Yeah, so um, yeah, for Warp X here, It's a Loving Man says it's a hit and miss. I totally agree to this. Yeah, some yeah. games, they totally don't work in VR at all. But for some games, when it works, like for Cyberpunk, it really works well. Wow, then it's simply cool that you can play Cyberpunk in VR, right? Like, that's yeah. what we do. That's I what we like. I agree. And, and before you mute me, I, I played <laughs> Fract. I played Fract. I finished <laughs> okay. Fract. Okay, Fract is a, is a cool game. I really yeah, enjoyed it's it. It's too short. It's too short, right? But it, it's a fun game. True. Very fun. Very fun Very game. Fun. I recommend. So it's really good. Okay, cool. That's it about your week or did you do something more? Nothing. No, yeah, yeah. Nothing. No, I don't think. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. Cool. Cool. Then let's go to the next one. Let's go to Alex VR. Alex. Hey. How are you doing? So let's again talk a bit more about what you are actually doing for all the people who don't know you. Alex, what are you? Yes. What is what is your main job in VR? <laughs> so I kind of have two primary uh, projects that I that I work on. Um, the first one is what I have represented around me here, uh, Between Realities, the name of uh, the YouTube channel. And I run a podcast, as we mentioned earlier, called the Between Realities VR podcast with my co-host Skiva, who has been on this show before. Um, right. And, you know, it's, he's a, a great dude. And he's he's he active is. in the super <laughs> active in the community. Um, you know, on our show, we really write We try to take a, like a really authentic approach 
to the conversations that we have with people. Um, I mean, we'll like prepare and we'll like maybe slap some notes together here and there just in case we like need somewhere to go in the conversation. But I actually, the more and more we do the show, the less and less I like prepare for it. You know, I'd love to just like <laughs> show up one. and like, boom, here we go. Like, what's up, man? You know, like we get into it and like we talk and you get passionate people together who love the same stuff and it just, it just flows, you know? So uh, we want to create like a nice comfortable atmosphere and kind of dig deep, talk about some of the like philosophical or ethical or moral implications of the technology because there's a lot of really important conversations that we need to have as this technology continues to integrate into our lives. So right. that's what the show is all about. And uh, every week we have a guest, somebody from within the VR community, either a VR video creator or um, a developer or someone behind the scenes, something like that. And uh, we try to get as many different perspectives as we can. So between realities, boom, go check it out. Uh, right. The other thing that I'm involved with is B-Haptics. I am the uh, community manager and a haptic designer at B-Haptics. Um, and that takes up most of like my VR time during the week. You know, I'm doing, I do a lot of, uh, like hands-on stuff with the integrations. So when we are collaborating with a developer, um, I'll play the game and put together a folder of haptic files that the developer can use to go and plug into his game and like really make it easy for the devs to integrate. So like this week, for example, I was playing Guardians, which is one of the most recently natively integrated titles for B-Haptics. And it's a great, like really good fleshed out integration, like all the damage is there, all the, um, the recoil from the weapons is there. You can fly with your jetpack, and you can feel that on your back and stuff. And it's really fun game um, that is cross-platform between Oculus Quest and Steam, which is one of the things that I really love it about it. And you can do like co-op missions with your friends, and it's kind of like uh, Starship Troopers that movie. Starship Troopers, if you guys ever seen that movie, I love oh, that movie. Oh man, I love it. It's one of the best movies in my. Opinion. I love it. I feel like I'm in Starship Troopers when I'm playing Guardians, oh, just like, flying around, cool. blasting bugs. Yeah, that one's Perfect. fun. Uh, I've also been playing some uh, War Chasm, which is an, a game that we're integrating, which is uh, it's kind of like a um, like on a mine cart and you have to like lean the mine cart left and right to avoid obstacles and shoot at stuff. And it's kind of fun. Uh, and then the other one I was playing is Everslot, which is pretty okay. damn cool. Nice. So for all the people who don't really know what is Behaptics, Let's let's go from the ground. Tell tell That's them what idea. exactly what exactly is Behaptics. Behaptics is uh, is the name of the company, and they are the creators of the Tax Suit, which is a it's a wearable haptic suit that connects the virtual world to physical sensations on your body. So it kind of is, it's very similar to the haptics that exist in controllers, except for now you can feel it on your arms, on your chest and back. And stronger and actually. Hands. I mean, stronger than in the controller. Like like you can really feel it. Like, wow, it's, totally. it's, it's a cool feeling. I'd love yeah. to experience that. I really would. It is awesome, dude. It yeah. really is. And you know, it's, 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 it really like, to me, it, it, it it speaks to the power of like our imagination and like our ability to kind of like, um, participate in this world building, you know, like we jump into VR, but, and, you know, we're like, our, our senses are taken over, but uh, to a certain extent, we do kind of need to lean into our imagination a little bit, right? Like you need to be able to like put yourself into that place and like accept it and be like, you know what? No, I am in Starship yeah. Troopers, you know, yes. and like really yeah. feel it like that. Exactly. B-Haptics is like, that's what they do. You know, like that is what's happening there. The, the first thing that people want to do when they try it for the first time is just like crank it to 400 and get like the most intense feedback that they can. But it's actually a lot of the more subtle bumps and touches and stuff that really end up like tricking your brain and like 
getting that imagination thing going, you know? So when the vest is shaking, when you're, when you're pulling the trigger on your rifle, it like your brain's doing the work, you know, like it might actually be a somewhat simple vibration here, but you're in the game. It's the right moment. It's the right thing. And you're connected and your imagination is present and you're immersed in the world and it takes the immersion to the absolute next level. It's absolutely true. I also have one of these vests and I played Half-Life Alex again with the vest on because there's such an incredible mod for the Behaptics vest. It's like so cool. Like for example, if you heal yourself, you can feel the energy like th throwing into your body or if you throw something wow. if you throw something into your backpack, you feel it gliding down your back. Like all these cool things, I, I believe that this really makes the game even more intense. It makes it even more immersive. Or for example, when you are down to one heart, you have I think three hearts in Half Life Alex, right? And then your yeah. your heart, you can feel the heart bump. Oh. Like the vest, <laughs> the vest vibrates and it's like, okay, how could I That's ever play crazy. this without that? It's it's really it's really so Dude. good. Like before There's... when I when I heard about this vest, I couldn't believe. That is so good, right? I thought, okay, it's going to vibrate. Uh -huh. But like they make it vibrate in such cool ways. <laughs> I think that's simply magic. Yeah. Heartbeat, it adds so much intensity to yeah, those moments exactly, when you have yeah. low health. Like, whereas before, the only way that they can indicate what's happening is like maybe like a red flash on the screen or something, you know? Yeah, like or the that, controller like, rumbles a bit, yes. Yeah. But yeah. when you're low health in Half Life Alex and your heart does not stop doing this, yeah, it like right. it really adds this sense of urgency. You're like, no, exactly. I'm hurt hurt i need a heal like some i'm like otherwise if i, I don't need have it. it on forget <laughs> i might forget i have 10 health and then charge into a battle and get killed right away you know um and really the main thing that um it can be used for in like competitive gaming is it, it can provide so much more information than you're capable of getting uh without it with directional okay. feedback like you know what direction you're getting shot from based on the feedback that you're feeling on the vest oh, you know if okay. it's on the front or the back or whatever and traditionally vr gamers have to rely on on-screen indicators to tell them where damage is coming from maybe like a red arrow that jumps up on the screen you know it shows you back and by the time you're able to read the arrow and assess the situation change your strategy and flip around it's probably already too late but with the right. haptics Boom, you feel it on your back and like right away. You don't need to glance at anything. You know what's happening and you're able to flip around and, and get a much better reaction time. Is this wow. something yeah. that could be, is, does it work with every VR game or is it something that you have to uh, like have an SDK for and kind of, or you probably can do that as well to make it even more accurate? Mm -hmm. Short answer is that it needs to be integrated with the developers right, to, to really create that magical experience. But the Half-Life Alex um, is a mod, you know, that was made by somebody in the community who ah, cool. knew what they were doing and made it happen. Um, but it's, it's really, it needs to be injected into the code. When you inject it into the code, it, it triggers the haptics at those precise moments perfectly exact patterns that's the best thing really yeah. yeah you know the x40 is like the like the flagship vest and that has 40 actuators on it so there's a grid of 20 motors on the front and 20 meters uh, 20 motors on the back and like sebastian was saying with the backpack and half like alex for example when you grab a resin and you drop it on your shoulder it triggers the vibrators uh vibrators hey. it triggers the actuators <laughs> going it like down in a pattern so it feels like it goes doo, 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 and like lands at the bottom you know there's patterns that execute in those right moments so um the long answer here i know that sounded like a long answer already but you can also use it um with the audio to haptic feedback functionality where it will just take the yeah. audio 
and translate that into vibrations on the vest or whatever, the arms, if you're using those. And you're able to go into the uh, B-Haptics player and adjust the frequency thresholds. So like if you notice that it's vibrating too much when you're just walking, for example, you can find that frequency drop that one down and then that one will drop off and go away. So there is a level of customization that you can do with the audio to haptic profiles as well. Cool, very cool. cool. And uh, yeah, uh, like B-Haptics is absolutely killing it. I believe that you are like the, the only one who's like so successful. I know there's this other best like Vujer or what, but they, they yeah. don't really they don't really go for us, the VR enthusiasts, right? Yeah, yeah. The the honestly, and I mean, you know, I guess you, you're welcome to take this with a grain of salt if you want. But <laughs> I was sold on Behaptics before I became a part of of the team. You know, okay. like it was it was really was Half Life Alex that uh, sold me on it. And I honestly cannot think of a better VR accessory to have. Like, there's a lot of them out there, and a lot of them are not cheap. You know, <laughs> like it costs a pretty penny. And B Haptics is no is no exception to that. The the X40 is 4.99. You know, and there's a lot of other VR accessories out there that are that price or, or even higher. But I really do feel like the value is there with B Haptics, and I wouldn't say that if I didn't feel it. Okay, that's cool. So you have different kinds of vests. Like there's also like a, like a starter vest, which doesn't have so many actuators. Mm -hmm. Tell us it's a bit more about X16. this. It's called the X16. Yep, the TaxSuit X16. It has 16 actuators instead of 40 okay, actuators. Okay, it makes, makes sense. Yeah, from yep, the name. puts yep. eight on the front. <laughs> Eight on the back, um, <laughs> and it is available for two ninety nine as opposed to four ninety nine. Okay. And you know, really, the way the way I will the way I'll say it is that if you are uh, you know, a regular, if you're an adult and you are a hardcore VR enthusiast and you love VR, you're probably going to want the X40. Okay, but that makes sense. It, yeah. If you are on a budget, right? Like if you can't spend more than $299 or you don't want to spend more than $299, the X16 is great. It really does deliver a very similar experience to the X40. Um, it's just the patterns aren't quite as fleshed out or detailed. But like I was saying earlier, your brain does so much work to connect the dots that even the subtlest of touches is enough to really enhance the experience. So I never tell people like to shy away from getting the X16 if that's the one that's calling to them. But of course, the X40, it's a little bit longer, fits adults a little bit better. It's more fleshed out. It looks super, super badass. You feel like you're Batman when you're wearing the thing. Um, you know, yeah, so you, there are yeah, some options. Yeah, they've done a great job in making that like look muscular. Like, uh, like I wear yeah. it and look like, yeah, okay, I worked out, but no, I didn't. So <laughs> go out, you should go out with this, you know, after, yeah, go out yeah with you, this you're right. Yeah. Exactly. Like, hey, yeah, right, right. So, I man. To ask, sorry, could I ask if, yeah. If yeah, you can ask with, everything. Okay. Can it work with like rhythm games? It can. It's, um, you know, what's one, one, one that's really good is Synth Riders. Synth Riders has a native integration with it. And if you've ever played Synth Riders, you know that you'll put your hand out of these rails and kind of glide along with them. Right. And with the Behaptics integration, it'll like, oh, you can wow. like really nice. connect to, and it's like on the side of the vest, like, <laughs> and if you like lean into the walls, you can feel the walls if you get hit. But of course, I never hit the walls, so I never feel those haptics, right? Yeah, you got to be sure. too fast. Unfortunately, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, that, it does work with um, synth riders natively, and that's great. The audio to haptic for something like Beat Saber, in my opinion, if I'm being honest, isn't like necessary. You know, like it kind of feels cool to like, and there are some users out there who swear by playing stuff like Beat Saber with their haptic vest on. They won't do it without it because it really does elevate it. Um, but for me, it is really about those modded and native integrations when it's in the code and it triggers that's those precise patterns for that exact moment in that exact game. That's where the magic really is. 
Right. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Man, you know what? Um, Behaptics has are so lucky to have you. I mean, you're doing such a great job. <laughs> <laughs> man, it makes me want to buy a second one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, that's good. Thank you. No, Thanks. Man, no. show, show this to my boss, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I will send it over. <laughs> yeah, really, man. You're doing an amazing job. And it, it's great when you have like a job that you're passionate about it, right? If you're working in this industry, and I, I know you are like a crazy VR enthusiast. I mean, we met each other on CES and we went there just to talk about VR, right? Yeah, dude. And uh, yeah, it's fantastic, man. It's really, really cool. Love it. Thank you so much, dude. It is a lot of fun. <laughs> you know, it is great to play VR and make videos out of it and make haptics and do all this stuff, man. I'm really happy to be a part of this VR space. I really am. Yeah, it's the same here. Perfect. Cool, cool, Alex. Perfect. So now let's talk about uh, Steve Sweek. Steve, what have you been up to in virtual reality or outside of it? <laughs> yeah, I've done a fair bit of VR this week, really. Um, I think the first thing I'll probably explain is the background here. You might think, what the hell's that? It's actually... I've made it into a video game. Oh, what? I should say video game. I should say, I should say flight sim. Sorry, guys, but uh, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. But yeah, a developer reached out to me to uh, review a airfield recently, and I was looking around it in VR, as you do. And I don't know if you can see that, but yeah, you probably can't see the other side. Chair. Yeah, you're Hang right. On a minute, sorry. Yeah, but anyway, that's me there, scruffy hair, looking bewildered and lost. That's about right for me, anyway. <laughs> and they they stuck me in my motorbike with my little number plate which obviously was not the real number plate, but it was like a little sort of personalized one, a VR flight sim guy. You can see there, look, that's the number plate, VR flight sim guy there. Uh, and I thought, that's so cool. So I just had to have that as a background. Um, yeah, just a bit of an honor, really, to be in a actual, you know, I'm going to say video game, but whatever, flight sim, <laughs> whatever you want to call Perfect. it. <laughs> cool. So yeah, it was yeah, really, really cool, that, and uh, a bit of a surprise. Um I like, you know, when you buy like a scenery package or something, it's great to have like little Easter eggs, little people in there or sort of something funny that you can find, you know. And uh, in this case, it's my ugly mug. So <laughs> nice, nice. Um, cool. What else? Of course, I've been checking out, I've been testing the Vario VR3 a lot uh, this last couple you of still weeks. still like it? <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. I mean, it's an amazing headset. It really is. Um, and I've actually tried today for the first time the center focus. The focus display. Uh, display, yeah, the 70 pixels per degree thing. And because uh, obviously Vario give you a few demos to try out. So I've uh, been checking that out. And it's really interesting. Some of the demos, you can actually just make out that focus display and then where it moves on to the sort of peripheral display, the LCD panel. And right. you can see there, because I believe, is that focus display OLED? I think it is, isn't it? The focus display is OLED, right. Yeah, and you, you can definitely tell when you're kind of looking around, you think, wow, that sharpness in the center is just incredible. It really is. It's as you'd expect it to be. It should be, really. Should be, yeah, know? for that price anyway, <laughs> it should be like outstanding. It is. Yeah, <laughs> and it is. It is. You know, um, there's like another little scenario where you're in a supermarket and, you, you know, you can look at all the ingredients and that kind of stuff. I remember the Reverb G2 has something like that as well. Um, and yeah, it's, it just gives you an idea of where possibly we might be heading in the future at some yeah. point. Who knows? But um, I just feel... That, you know, I'm going to miss that headset. I have, I've thought about getting a subscription and buying one myself in some way. If I could, you know, kind of swindle it like, you know, I've got a business or something. But, you know, at the end of the day, I, I I'd actually just posted a video on my channel. I actually prefer the 8KX uh, as a consumer VR headset for flight simulation, might I add, than 
the Vario VR three simply because of that subscription. I, it doesn't. The I subscription just hurts. This it just hurts is... just a bit too much for yeah, me. Yeah, personally. you're right. It makes sense. Having said that, I do respect that there's a lot of hardcore, you know, flight sim fans out there that will spend, uh, you know, beyond what you'd ever imagine to get that correct, you know, that amazing immersive uh, sort of VR experience. And for that, you know, there's I've been speaking to a number of flight simmers who have who have managed to get a deal on the VR three and like a three year subscription deal and. You know what? For them, I respect. I don't. I don't think for them. I think it's worth it. It is because they love it so much, right. and it makes, makes sense. sense. It makes sense. Uh, yeah. But for me, I just couldn't swallow that pill personally. Yeah, uh, it's expensive. It expensive, is. Yeah. But yeah. my God, is that the most amazing <laughs> display? You know, when you did your first the video, lens man. Yeah, oh, you've seen you've yeah. seen my first video, right? Like it's like yeah, maybe laugh like, you like my my first <laughs> my first thing that I said in this video. Oh my god! Like, yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, like oh my god, it looks so crazy. <laughs> Honestly, my I'm actually I can't believe my videos now. It, it's done really well for, for for my viewers. I'm still a small channel, and I've, I've nearly up to eighty thousand views now in oh, about man. three weeks. That's, that's fantastic. That's I kind of wish I did a better job of it now because you know it's just me going, oh my god, oh wow, this is amazing yeah. for about thirty minutes. And that works. It's, so, it's so hard to be able to narrate what you're experiencing because as VR enthusiasts, when you experience that level of clarity for the first time, yeah, it, it's like it's this. hard to talk. It's like this is right, what right. I wanted for so long. Right. So. Yeah, so aren't you, aren't you afraid that you ruined VR for yourself? <laughs> That's a very good question, actually. That's a perfect question, man. I'm telling it's you. It's a brilliant yeah, question. I know. Um, That's why I'm afraid to test, to try it. Not that I have a chance, but... Don't try it, honestly. <laughs> the, the, it I'm did. Man, it we're did. not so far away from each other. Actually, yeah, um, there's like a direct flight from Dortmund to Krakow. Okay. You're welcome, you man. Are, you I'm, say I'm, you've got to I'm try go, it. I'm, I'm going to it. open the MRTV experience soon, later in this oh, year, yeah. and then you, you, you're totally welcome to come over. Okay, man. I vaccinated, so... Yeah, yeah, same here. I Perfect. And I yeah, the German vaccine, you know. Sehr gut. Yeah. <laughs> Which one? Was it the visor or? No, this yeah, is BioNTech, right? BioNTech. Oh, Biontech. of course. I'm Moderna, sure it, yeah. right? Or yeah. No, no, BioNTech Pfizer, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah, anyways, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can. You have the chance to check it out here, man. It's it's just cool. a, like a, not even one hour flight, I think, from Krakow. You've got to try it. But, I mean, yeah. it did. When I put the reverb on, I, you know, rave about that headset for being clear. And I, I was the same shocked. here, obviously. I was like, what the hell? This is actually quite blurry. And, like, I just couldn't believe, like, man, the... The sweet spot just suddenly felt so small. Steve, that's the same thing for me. You know, I, I yeah. love the G2. I mean, everybody knows that, right? Uh, but yeah, but, me too. but when I put it on now, I think like, oh, I can see some, <laughs> I can see some screen effect here. <laughs> yes, it's like exactly. right, you too, right? It's yeah, like, totally, oh my yeah. god, I'm I'm freaking spoiled now. It's, it's yeah, yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a bit of sweet, probably more bitter than anything else, because I am sending this back soon. So yeah. I'm, I I'm very sad. I still haven't asked uh, if they want me to send it back, so I just keep it. <laughs> yeah, I've gone yeah. quiet now. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> spoken to Vario since my last email. I thought I'm going to leave it now, just so I can have a few more weeks with it. Okay, but, uh, perfect. Yeah, it's been an amazing. I feel very privileged and honored to try it, and uh, even though it's ruined VR for me forever, <laughs> it's been brilliant. <laughs> so I'm going to leave now. Goodbye. That's it. <laughs> no. Yeah, but, but it, it's yeah, cool. anyways. Yeah, right. I suppose just a, a last thing that I've been doing in VR uh, is play. This is hilarious because I'm not this kind of person at all. I'm more of a flight sim nerd than anything else in VR. I spend 95% of my time nerding, or, you know, about flying in different places and God knows what. But I did play and completed Rainbow Reactor. Nice. <laughs> I actually nice. completed it. I did the whole story. Yeah. I played it every <laughs> night this week. 
Oh, man, uh, that's amazing. And I, I love that game. Well, that's amazing. perfect. Well, Kalle would be so happy. I hope Kalle yeah. is watching this right now. Kalle, the developer of Rainbow Reactor. Yeah, man, it was so cool. You were sending me messages like, oh, Sebastian, I I, I'm so hooked. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't stop to play Rainbow Reactor. Perfect. Oh, uh, if anyone's ever, like, you know, like, what's it called? Bubble Town. Or, like, these, like, silly little games Bubble you have Bubble, on your phone. Yeah. And you yeah. kind of just play it for a bit. And then you, you kind of want to go back to it and just get to the next level and that kind of thing. Well, with this, it's because it's got a story element to it as well. And that amazing little robot called Dotty. You can you kind of have this kind of what's the word? You you do get this connection. Uh, connection. I, I sounds ridiculous, but you do get a connection. Uh, <laughs> and even though the game itself is quite sort of retro looking, it you really are totally. It just shows you graphics isn't everything. You know, it, it's just um, the, just the fact that that story driven cam, uh, campaign. I could even call it really, and the throwing action. You know, you really get good at that throwing action. The physics are really good. And I just, yeah, absolutely had a blast with that. It was something different from the usual checklists and flying and, you know, more serious stuff. It was, it was good fun. Really okay, loved it. Perfect. Yeah. Great. But yeah, great. that's basically it for me, I think. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Then uh, I can quickly talk about yeah, my week. There's not so many things going on. I had a lot of things to do, like behind the camera that no one will ever see, or probably at one point they will see it. Who knows? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> oh, 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 something might be going on Jeez. here at the MRTV headquarters. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, no, the MRTV experience is going to happen again, and people can come and visit me again. And uh, I've just received like uh, a new thing that the people can try out. It's um, uh, omnidirectional treadmill, the Catwalk C. It's something ah, that yo. you, you will step inside, right? And then uh, you can walk in, in, in reality and then in virtual reality, you will you will walk as well. So that's something that I've received and uh, yeah, I'll need some time to set it all up. I haven't even set it, set it up. So that's it just, uh, it just showed up? It just showed up. It just showed up here, right? Good oh. shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's ac- that's epic. It's, it's here now. It's here at the Emirates Water. Thanks, man. So yeah, that's something that's giving uh, people uh, probably another reason to come to the MRTV experience here in uh, in Germany and next to trying out the Vario VR3 and all the other headsets. So getting more stuff. So now what I need, the next thing that I need here at the MRTV headquarters is the Yaw 2. I really want to have the Yaw 2. You know, this this kind of looks seat. looks amazing. This I would motion love to try seat, Especially for the VR flight series, right? It must it, be, be perfect. So actually, I have not yet reached out to them. Dear your people, if you're watching this, yeah, I really, really would love to have one here at the MRTV well. headquarters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I, see. I just yeah. had to. Sorry. No, no, <laughs> that's fine because uh, even for you, especially, especially, it's. Oh it's yeah, be, you know, I, I gotta be. <laughs> I gotta be honest. Like, I don't know if I can see. Like, I don't get hyped for the yaw. If I'm being honest. Oh you know, really? I, I tried the first one okay. at, uh, at CES. Oh, me you know, too, right? me too. Yeah, right. yeah, we, we, we are, we're the same show. Yeah, right. It was kind of rough, man. Really? You didn't, be- yeah, yeah, I didn't love oh. it. Okay. I didn't love it. You know, like, I mean, I I have my VR legs, but I'm not the strongest VR player. You know, if I'm like oh, okay. flipping in space, you know, right. for a few minutes, it might get me, you know, from time to time. So uh, but the roller coaster can... ride was not for you. I mean, we were trying the oh, roller coaster ride at CES. Dude, it was oh. rough. It was <laughs> really rough. Oh, man, I loved it. I, totally I would struggle it. with that. I think I would struggle as well, yeah. actually. It fair. was rough. And, you know, honestly, like, I just don't know if I'm sold on the idea of the motion sim with a headset on at this point. You know, like, maybe okay. at some point when, like, the visuals, like, can really connect to the movement in a way that feels really authentic, I could be sold on it. But I don't know. That's a really expensive chair, man. And but, I, uh, I just okay, don't think I see I think. the value. 
I think it's not so expensive, honestly speaking. I think it costs like I don't know, not even two thousand dollars, probably. I was really there. surprised with. I'm it actually is, thinking about. I, th I thought about buying one at one point, actually, yeah. when I first saw the price. Absolutely. And you know, and you know, the the second version, the Yaw two version, it looks so much better than the first one that we I'll tried. I'll give you that. You know, the first that. one, it looks like this um, bigger uh, wok. <laughs> you know, it looks it looks yeah. funny. It looks it looks funny. So so, but the second one, it does look way better. And I agree. Uh, yeah. I, wow, I, I would love to check it out. Yeah, anyways, Hussein X says, probably I need a bigger space for the MRTV experience. Right now, it's still okay. <laughs> I still have like, lots of space, but if, I, if, if there's more stuff coming, then yes. Yeah, anyways, so um, once the MRTV experience is open, I'm going to tell everyone, of course, and then you can book it. And uh, yeah, I would be happy if people come from all over the world, obviously, right? So... Yeah, that would be great. So Simplex, you need to come. <laughs> I will, I will. Try the VR, uh, yeah, VR3. You've got to try it. Oh, I think yeah, everybody yeah. needs to try it, to be yeah, fair. I think if so they too. get a chance to. So you have it there permanently? Um, um, well, I have not sent it back yet, but okay. who knows? They didn't, they didn't send assassins. <laughs> they, they have not yet sent assassins, no. <laughs> I still have it here. Or knocking your door yet, anything. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Yeah, anyway, so I also... Um, Next to all this, I also did play some VR. Um, so here at ho in the, in the MRTV experience, I have all the headsets, obviously, right? But at home, I only have like a Quest One, and I've recently started it again because I want to play some games. And then I found out, okay, the Quest One it is still at version 19 of the software, and we're now at 33 with the version, right? And it, I found out it takes super long time until it updates itself to the next version. So you know, I spent some time, it, it took quite some time to update my version 19 Quest 1 <laughs> to get to version oh 33. Because, oh, because, really? Because, so you can just yeah. do one update on its own? No, no. no you, you, um, there was like one more, like from 19, ah, I had to go okay. to 25, and then from 25, it went to 33. But that's okay. Ah. But it took quite a long time. And then at version 19, I couldn't play all the games because some games, they require you to have a newer version. Yeah, anyways. So I played again Quest 1 after a long time, and I must say, wow, the Quest 1 is amazing. So it has OLED, right? So the, the blacks and the colors were much better. I played the game called Yuki. Probably you know it. It's like a very cool shooter. And it's a very colorful game. And in the Quest 1, it simply looked so great. Yes, there is more screen effect, definitely. But after you play for quite a while, probably it's not so bad any, anymore. It's still a great headset. And it has a bigger FOV than the Quest 2. There's also something that I saw now after playing the Quest 2 for so long. So the Quest 1 is really a very, very nice headset. And you can even adjust the, the, the IPD. Yeah, so I played quite a bit of um, Yuki on the Quest 1, this nice, cool shooter. And I just enjoy it because it's just so, so simple and the old style of video games where you don't have to spend so much time to learn them. It's just fun and you can just just enjoy playing it. So that's something I did. And um, I also played uh, Prison Boss for the very first time. I have never played it. <laughs> it's, it's quite cool. So you, but were, an, uh, you were an, an egg? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the other people look like eggs. It's kind of cool, a cool art style. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I didn't play so long. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't prison. Is, in the sorry, game. <laughs> is Yuki like a Zortex? You know, this, uh, Yuki is like game? a... A short, uh, like a shooter, like yeah, yeah, a but there's this game in in uh, yes, lab. it's it's like lab this, okay. yeah, like, a bit like this, but 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 even better because there's movement involved, okay, 
Like, uh, like, yeah, it's, it's, I can recommend it. It's a great game. Okay. You know, I still use my Quest One all the time when yeah. I play Beat Saber. Oh, yeah. Do you enjoy it too? Yeah. I mean, oh, I, I, yeah, I love it. Well, it, honestly, the real reason is because I got the Quest 2, and this is nice and fresh, and then my Quest 1 then became my dedicated workout headset. Oh, and perfect. if I'm ever, like, sweating, you know, like, dripping, like, right, all that, here, I do all that here. in my Quest 1, and then my Quest 2 stays nice and clean, and, you know, I just use that for all my other gaming. Okay. Um, so this whole time, I've always used my Quest 1 and my Quest 2, and I have no problem bouncing back and forth between both of them. I think they're both great. And they're honestly, great. I like the Quest controllers uh, on the 1, better they fit better in my hands i can grip okay. them better the twos are like a little bit fatter and wider and um i can't right. quite manipulate them as well okay did yeah. you have this problem with battery case like falling out uh on the quest one yeah, yeah. yes well, i had to get <laughs> yeah i had to get the kiwi um yeah, yeah. controller covers that wrap over the top and kind of lock in kiwi controller covers frankly kiwi products in general i mean they do a great uh, job right? really awesome it's, it's pretty yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're amazing. Yeah, exactly really those. Are. Exactly those. Yes. Yeah. Kiwi is doing a killer job right now. I think they're great. And they are like super in the community. They send stuff to everybody and like they sponsor channels and stuff. And none of what I'm saying right now is sponsored. I just think they make really good products. Yeah. Right. I totally agree. So um, I also made a video um, this week, not just about the Kiwi, but I was like reviewing the, the head straps for the Quest 2 because there's yeah. so many and you don't know which one should you buy, right? And the mm -hmm. Kiwi Design one, they they, are just, they just came out with a new strap, Kiwi Design Elite strap, and it's it's really good. It's really yeah, good. Well. It's, it's really good. Well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think yes. it's the best. It's great. And, and it's so comfortable. They have this hinge as well, right? You can yeah. like like pop this up, and you can more easy get exactly. You can more easy <laughs> and <I'm> broken. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can more easily get in and stuff, and yeah. So so I also really like the stuff that they're doing, and also not sponsored. So really good stuff. Yep. Right. So that's what I was doing, and um, yeah, looking forward to start again the experience because it's super nice to actually have a VR enthusiast come over, speak with them here in the in the headquarters, show them the stuff, and uh, it's, it's beautiful. It's it's fun to really get in touch with the community like that. Yeah, right. So that's that's what I was doing, and now we've already talked for for nearly one hour <laughs> without Oops. even talking about our topics. <laughs> so let's start with our topics now, and. Yeah, let me just check out what is the first topic here. And the first topic is... Oh, Good timing, to... Snowy X. I think you're here right when you want to be. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Very soon we're going to talk about the Decagear controllers. But let me share my screen. I haven't set this up actually now. Now here we are. In the first topic, we're going to talk about... Yeah, shortly. We're going to shortly talk about some new things that came up. So The Walking Dead, Saints and Sinners, got a free update, the Aftershocks expansion. And it arrived like a few days ago, and it, it got mostly good reviews. So I would simply like to ask you, uh, for example, let's start with, um, with Simplex. Simplex, did you play... The, um, the Saints and Sinners, The Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, and what are your thoughts about the game? Yeah, I did. I did play it. I think it's a really good game, a really great game. And I even checked out, I played it on PC on Steam, and I checked yeah, the too. Quest version because I got it from the devs, and it's amazing It's amazing that it looks that good and like runs that good. It's almost impossible that it runs like on Quest, I think. That's, you know? that's fantastic, uh, because right. even, even the game on the PC, it looks already cool, like good, the art style. It's a very yeah, cool exactly. art style, right? Exactly. 
So, so you enjoyed I, I, the game? I enjoyed it, although, but I did feel a bit cheated by the game because you know, every time you start the day or you end the day, they tell you that the next day, like the resources are dwindling, the number of yes. undead is like, and I thought, oh man, I have to like rush, rush, <laughs> rush. So I rushed and I finished it. Like I didn't even uh, unlock like half of all the, you know, receipts and weapons and I just finished the game. And I was like, why? Why are you telling me to rush? And then I, I do it, That's what you tell point. me. And then I didn't even see like half of the things. So I was a bit like, you know, angry at them for that. But, but the game is great. That's just, they shouldn't just like scare you so much uh, with that, with that you know? <laughs> okay, okay. But so have you also tried out the, 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 the expansion already? Sadly not, uh, because I didn't know it's out yet. <laughs> okay. I only, I yeah, only, good that you joined the podcast today. Yeah, now exactly, you know exactly. everything. <laughs> you need to. <laughs> I, I, I just listened to Virtual Strangers' impressions. And they said it's very hard, so that's what I know. Okay. According to them. But. Right, right. So, um, would you say that um, uh, Saints and Sinners is uh, one of the best games that came out last year? Or definitely, it is. Especially on Quest. I think it's like a true AAA game, like AAA game on Quest. Yeah. One of the few, like. You're no. right. There's there's not so many that have, have this kind of scope, right? That you can play exactly. this for hours and hours. It doesn't feel like a mobile game, basically. Right. It, exactly. It's it's crazy. So it, this is exactly the same game, also in scope, right? Everything is the same, yes. but it's on on Quest. It runs on Quest One with that yeah. Snapdragon eight three five, I think it is, like yes. like five years old or what? It's like unbelievable, True. unbelievable. True. Alex, what about you? Is it uh, your style of game? And what games are you normally into? I, you know, this is like, there's a couple of games in the VR world that I have not played that people like get mad at me when they find out that I haven't played them. And Saints and Sinners is one of them. Now, I actually have played the first level a few times. Like I've like jumped in and like done the first couple of missions, you know, so I've definitely like experienced it, but I haven't like played it, you know, like, like sunk my teeth into it. Uh, sadly, most of the time, if I'm jumping into VR, I um, prefer multiplayer experiences. Okay, I really, yeah, really like to connect with people and like share the space, you know, like feel like VR is the most profound tool we have to connect with each other um, at distance. And I love to share those experiences because they're so cool. They're so profound. You're they're right. so exciting. And then I take the headset off and like who who can I talk to about that? You know, so I really am more apt to put the headset on when I can join someone in something. Then you must love Space Pirate Arena. Yeah, dude. Skiba and I got <laughs> I a uh, a place and ran around in there, and it was awesome. I loved it. it was so much fun. I cannot wait to do it again. Oh man, oh man. I, I also recently did it with a friend, and he's also here now in the in the chat. New VR Tech. Hello. We met and we rented this kind of space. It's, it's it's magic. It's it's complete it cool. magic, right? To to walk through virtual reality with your feet, and then against a friend who's also the, actually there. Oh, it's it's perfect. The Love biggest it. thing for me that like really caught me off guard is when we're when you make the play space and you like you're in the basketball court, the tennis court, or wherever you are, and you make your play space and you realize, oh, it's this much on this side, this much on the other side, and you're looking at your guardian. You're like wow, this is huge. You know, like this is a yeah, huge oh, space that I'm in. I and then as soon it. as you get into the game, it like... The, <laughs> it's, this, we yeah. had the same feeling, man. We had exactly yep. the same feeling. Yep. I was like, oh, I could use 10 times this space. Like it's, I could literally use a whole football field to play this game. <laughs> man, that's exactly what we thought. 
And then, like, if you are in that Oculus Home Arena, it, it feels, like, so beautiful, right? To finally mm -hmm. walk around there and you can really check everything out. It's, there's, yeah, a lot of liberation when exactly. you are not afraid of obstacles in the area. Oh, man, it would be my dream to have this kind of huge play space available, like, every day, right? Like, <laughs> oh, like, like just I would be in good shape. Half-Life Alex or what to play all these games <laughs> on this in these huge areas and really like walking around it's, it's like magic but Alex let me ask you one thing when we played this game it took us probably like one and a half hours to set up the Guardian did you have the same problem <laughs> like us? Uh, I wouldn't say it took us an hour and a half, but it <laughs> did. It there was some troubleshooting, you know, and yeah. there was a few times during the experience where, like, if you step out of the guardian or like maybe you go into an obstacle for too long or something, it like yeah, jars you have to your reset guardian. it, right? Exactly. Yeah, Same and you have here. to reset yeah. it. And we had a couple of obstacles to overcome, um, which I think we were expecting. You know, we were like, okay, this is probably gonna be. Uh, kind of difficult to get lined up because what they're doing is insanity you know like coordinating the space between two quests right there and we were like on a wi-fi uh off of a hotspot off of skiva's phone so i'm just feeling like i'm living in the future the whole time we were doing it um but we were able to get into the game relatively quickly and start okay. having fun okay. pretty fast Yeah, for, for us, it was like, oh, my goodness. We didn't understand what's going on because we, we are so used to, like, making the Guardian at home, which is just, like, uh, like uh, 10 seconds or what, not even. Yeah. And there, wow, you have to run around and then it doesn't work. Yeah. And, yeah, you have to find so out. So you have to read up how here, it works. Pro tip is that the Guardian, will, the center of your Guardian space, regardless of the size, will be where you're standing. Exactly, so you need in the to middle. be in the middle of your space when you start to create your We Guardian. We found so out. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> exactly. Be in the in the center of your play space, look into the front and then in the very beginning when you set up um the the play space, you have to be in the middle and then you can just paint it. Mm -hmm. But anyway, the next thing I want to do is try it online because I know if you get right. two people who have the space, they can meet online right. and and I feel like that would be like without like without issues at all because it doesn't even matter if they're in the same space as their avatar as long as the game is working you know there was right. a few times where like i'd lift up the headset and i'd see that uh, his avatar is there but he's actually over there okay you know? then and you i don't have think to... that, that would be a problem online exactly you're right but if you're in the same place space it's a huge problem because probably yes. you're going to kill each other like yep. <laughs> doing this exactly we did run into each other once Okay, yeah, that's Oof. yeah, that that is um, really not so nice in this moment. Anyways, uh, that's another topic. Space part arena, love it. And let's talk a bit more about Walking Dead Saints and Sinners. Um, Steve, is it your kind of game? Oh yes, I love that game so much. In fact, I've played it three times now. What? I have, yeah. Wow. Because um, the first time I played it actually was on the Quest Two when I first got the Quest. Because obviously, it uh, I think it just. Uh, yeah been ported at that point so um i thought wow this is this this is the kind of thing that gets me excited about vr really these kind of like atmospheric uh sort of uh environments where you know you can it i mean it it's not i wasn't it's quite a linear game really but there there are uh you know a lot of areas where it's quite open world as well and the way they've done that on the quest 2 It's just remarkable. And the Quest One, you know, obviously. I mean, it's amazing that that, that game actually works on both of those headsets, uh, considering the power. And it looks really good as well, you know. Mm -hmm. And then I tried it with the Air Link as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, fantastic. Playing it with all the kind of PC graphics, but still tetherless. Mm -hmm. A fantastic experience. I think the characters are great. I think uh, I love looting and those kind of games, you know, exploration and finding keys and, and little clues and stuff. So I think... The whole thing for me just 
works really well um, and the mechanics and it's quite a physical the the physics of the game always impressed me you know obviously when your stamina's low you can't really pick up the axe and things and it's it's just yeah i, I yeah. really I, I love it absolutely love it and uh wow. yeah i just i didn't play anything we else should have this melee combat in alex right this is like missed opportunity oh you're right Yes, you're right. Actually, yeah, I think was it Anthony VR three hundred and sixty five. He, he had a he had a problem with the doors in Alex. <laughs> I remember him saying that because they just kind of fling open. There's no actual sort of weight there or anything. Of course, with Saints and Sinners, everything feels yeah, yeah, not arduous, but kind actually, of feels physical. Actually, in Alex, there's no kind of uh, melee where you would like punch at all. No, not at all, right? No. And, yeah. But still, any. But still, we all love Alex, right? Of course. Because it's if just Valve is making yeah. a successor to Alex, whether it's a sequel or a spiritual successor, uh, I do think that it will be there. It should be there. I right? think it because will be. I don't it was, think it was. Be that it again. was like one of the main weapons, right? This uh, crowbar. Know, crowbar. The crowbar yeah. was one of the main weapons in Half Life, yeah. and it totally. it was not there at all. And it makes sense because there was no melee, right? So yeah, probably there was. Even would it would have been too much work to get all all the kind of physics right with with a crowbar and all the things you could do. Yeah. Anyways, that's basically what Bone but Boneworks did, oh, right? Boneworks is so amazing. I've never tried. I love. Oh, I love it. Boneworks. It's crazy. In the beginning, it sucks. The first few yeah, hours. Yeah, you wasn't sure about it. I remember. I, I hated it in the beginning, but then later, like I played the whole game actually in a Pimax headset in in the Artisan, oh, and wow. I, I loved it. I totally loved it. It's a great experience. Yeah. Anyways, for for um, for here, um, the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, I must honestly say I am not the right guy for this because I hate looting. I hate grinding. <laughs> you know, I, like oh, embrace it, sir. You need to embrace yeah, it more. I probably, I probably should give it another take, shot because I've only. Time with it. You're right. Right. That's probably the problem that I have. I don't have so much time to really get into deep. And therefore, I prefer those games where you can have you, you can hop into it, and then you directly have action, like Pistol Whip, or, or these games where it's you can jump in for ten minutes and have an amazing time. Yeah, right? but but yeah, for yeah. for sense. for the the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, probably I would have to jump in like for for much longer to get a hang of everything. And um, yeah, but. So many people loved it, also from the community. For them, it's like the best game ever. So probably I will give this another chance and just put in some hours and then probably I will get it. What it means, like why, just, why people yeah. enjoy this grinding and, and looting so much. I, I don't know. It's yeah, it just it's a survival game, isn't it? At its core, yeah. and just knowing that I've got to make sure that I fill my backpack up every time I go out with, you know. Uh, sort of essential supplies, whatever. You know, uh, it's just, it's just. I don't know. It just feels. I've got a question it, for you guys. Okay. Because you know, a lot of times when games like this come out, it's pretty hype. And the main reason I think um, in the earlier times when they're like promoting it and stuff like that is because of the IP. You know, this is a right. very well known IP. Right. It the is. Walking Dead is fucking insanely famous. Everybody it's knows huge. it. Everybody it's loves huge. it. What What degree do you think the IP contributes to the game's success? Oh man, that's a great question. Well, I had I no idea who they were when I when I literally I just looked at it, saw the trailer, tried it, thought love this. You've never I heard of no The Walking idea. Dead? Nope. No? Wow. wow. Nope. Okay. <laughs> this is like such a huge IP. This is like huge. I but mean, at I, least he he is proof that it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah, so much. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, it means, it means, the, it means the game yeah. is good. The game yes, itself yeah, is great. I, yeah, that's I mean, yeah. Look at yeah. the look at uh, Walking Dead. What was that overdose or that overkill? That that, that horrible game, right? Oh uh, yeah, uh, onslaught. 
Onslaught, yeah. So Onslaught, it did, yeah. did it help that it no, was it didn't help. So I don't think. I think it probably did. I think people probably bought that game that wouldn't have because it was Walking Dead. Yeah, you're but right. then they had high expectations and were, you, you, were met. You're right. I think you know. I think when both comes together, the IP and a great game, then it's just boom. Then it's just like over the top. Right, because mm -hmm. um, this IP absolutely helps to get people into this experience. Probably, if it was called um, here, the Night of the No, some 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 right. zombie zom, zombie apocalypse. Probably, people wouldn't pick it up. But because it's The Walking Dead and people love that series, they tried it, and then it's a great game, and then everything comes together. Perfect. So you think that you think that it being I, The Walking Dead was a big deal for that game? Yeah, I, I, I do believe it helped a lot. I just don't think at that time when that was released, no, there's nothing else out there that was that was that quality. That's on the triple A experience yeah. of just the you know. Again, I talk about the atmosphere and of course like just the way. I mean, I'm not really a zombie kind of fan actually. I don't usually like zombie games weirdly, so that's the reason why I didn't buy it straight away. But in the end, the environment for me won over on anything else because yeah, the I think atmosphere is so good. <coughs> we need more of that no. in VR. We don't have <laughs> enough games like that in VR. I think that if it, this game wasn't, uh, you know, from the Walking Dead franchise, it would still be successful, maybe on a, on a lower, on a smaller scale, because word of mouth would come out. You know, people would start loving it and recommending it. Probably. Thanks to the, you know, thanks to the name, it got recognition from the beginning. Right, but I think that if it wasn't, then it would still uh, be successful because it was just the you know just the quality of the game would uh, probably yeah would carry Pro it. I think absolutely probably Definitely. yeah probably yeah right. So the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners they're still pumping out new content, which is amazing. New down new DLC for free is out now. Oh yeah. Yeah, sorry, just to say about the DLC, I did yeah. try a little bit okay, of it. Tell it unless, unless I'm missing something, I was a bit disappointed by it, but I might be missing this point. So, But I, I was hoping the DLC would be some sort of mini storytelling thing, you know, where basically you meet up with some new characters and it tells a little backstory or something like that. That's what I consider as a DLC. But from what I can understand so far with limited play, okay, so I might be wrong, is that basically you kind of loot more chests, you, you know, you, you look for more caches, there's, there's a few more enemy people around. Yeah. I, uh, I also heard it has zero story, and I think they, they yeah. mismanaged expectations, because lots of people That's were expecting shame. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. I expected that. I, DLC means to me at least, yeah. uh, you know, a certain amount of work. This is, this is just assets, this is just an AI, extra coding, they've just in and a few uh, little because there are no new maps right no new no, maps everything's right? the same everything's yeah. exactly the same so yeah. i was disappointed with it. i don't think i'll play but it's much free. about dlc to be honest okay yeah, it's free but it's not a dlc really to be honest i don't okay. consider it as one really update, update yeah that yeah, would be update. a better thing yeah update. an update Okay. Little update with a new, new update. Free update is out there right now. <laughs> okay, now we're getting to another upcoming game, and yeah, that is more of a game that I probably would enjoy a lot because I'm very much into into rhythm games. Now we're going to talk about upcoming games called Unplugged Air Guitar, and what is this all about? Well, it's a rhythm game based on electric guitar playing or air guitar. And um, yeah, it looks it looks pretty unbelievably amazing. So, 
So also here, like in um, Guitar Hero, where before you had like a plastic guitar in your hand. And by the way, I loved <laughs> Guitar Hero and everything when they came out with it. I Now, think anybody who played Guitar Hero loved yeah, it. That exactly. was so fun. It, it just makes you feel like a rock star. Totally, mm -hmm. right? Even though we were, st we were standing in front of our um, TVs, right, to play that, we still played, uh, felt like rock stars. Now... This comes out. This is going to come out. It's called Unplugged, and it gives you the feeling of playing the guitar. And also, you got notes coming towards you. And, well, you would play those notes with your fingers. And if I understood it correct, it works with the, um, um, with the Oculus Quest um, hand tracking, <laughs> which is pretty unbelievably exciting. And... Some people have tried it already, and I think also here uh, the, the road. No, is it? I, I think upload VR. I think they tried it, and they loved it. They totally loved it and said like, they can't believe how well it works. Wow, this is amazing. Let me just try to play the trailer here. Not sure if you can see it. Aren't you afraid of getting demonetized? <laughs> I think there's no audio. Can you see that? We can yeah, see, we see it, it, but we can't hear it, but probably because of the monetization. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Sure. It's like yeah, a bunch yeah. of famous music. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I recognize okay, that I mean, guy on the guitar. Nice. Yeah, let me stop it. I'm not sure if you saw that here or if you can hear yeah. it. Anyways, anyways, notes are coming towards you and um, you play them with your fingers and... I am really, really excited about it because I'm just a fan of these kind of guitar games, rhythm games, and I believe this could work perfectly well in VR. What are your thoughts, Steve, as a guitar player? Do you um, are you a fan of the th those Guitar Hero games from before, or for you as a real player, it's just a gimmick? You well, don't like it? The amount of times my friends have actually tried to get me to do one of these things—it's so funny. Like, and every time. I am so rubbish at them. I actually find playing the guitar in real life is easier than these okay. like rhythm games that are like really difficult. You've got to be amazing reactions. But um, actually, there there was one uh, particular uh, sort of air guitar type uh, game that was released on one of the consoles that you could actually use a real guitar and it would actually teach you how Rocksmith? to play the guitar. Rocksmith. That's the one. I totally the have one. it. I totally bought it. <laughs> I, I was trying to think then, what the yes. hell was it? That's that's the one. Rocksmith. That, if we, if I don't know much about this, but because it's got hand tracking, is there a way or is there an option in the game where you can actually learn to play the guitar using the correct I, I don't think so, chords? man, for this game. I think it's this is just game. arcade. This is just a game. Ah, it's a shame, that, isn't it? That's a yeah. shame because I do feel like, so I, I, I've seen some of these players and the way they're like moving around with these notes, I think, my God, you're bet if you could actually put all that, those skills that you've learned there into actually playing the guitar, it'd be, it, you'd, you'd actually be amazing and you'd be able to do it for real. <laughs> right, right. I, 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 I think, think that if, if you're able to connect with rhythm games and enjoy them, then you are absolutely a musician. There's a musician in you ready to come out. I'm a musician Probably. myself. I used to play in bands and I've got like guitar and banjo and stuff laying around cool. here. And um, I actually think this game looks a lot of fun. I'm hearing a lot of great things about it. So far, everyone who plays it says it's good. Um, but, you know, me being from the, the haptics world, 
uh, that's where I see um, something that I potentially will have a hard time with because I, I disagree haptics with that, are, are, you disagree with it? <laughs> oh, finally, I we do. have some action here. Come on. Yeah, okay, well, well, then let me explain this first. When, when you're holding a guitar, you, there's so much feed like feedback in your hands yeah. you know, like you're feeling everything and like when you're strumming there's like vibration and there's connection and you're knowing that you're making contact because you can feel it if it's air guitar you know like when i'm playing beat saber even too for example like when you hit a block you it, like it gives you a response you know it feels satisfying because you it feels different than when you miss you miss there's nothing you hit the block there's something you know you're crushing it and with this using hand tracking there is no way to deliver any haptics to your hands so your hands are just like floating in the air and you're not really getting any of that like touch connection to it so there's a part of me that thinks that that might be lacking of course i haven't tried oh, it yet we need to be haptics integration here something I see where you yeah. go with this <laughs> oh, i see where you go with this exactly I see, yeah oh. <laughs> no, i'll just disagree with the thing that I have absolutely zero uh, sort of movement. Uh, like I, I can't dance to save my life. I, these rhythm games, I cannot do them for love of money, literally. Yet my profession, I'm actually a professional sort of musician. That's what I do as a job. Wow. Yet I can't dance. I've got no actual, like, you know, these, when you're having to like move and get the shapes and everything, I can't do that to save my life. I'm absolutely rubbish at it. I find that harder than actually playing a real instrument. <laughs> so, but I'm but you do proof. play a real instrument already. <laughs> so what I'm arguing is that if you're good at rhythm games, you are you can be a musician. That's what I'm saying. Like if you're crushing Possibly. Beat Saber, you could probably crush a real drum set if you sat down and because it's timing, it's vibes, you're feeling it, you're connected to it, you know, there's this flow state. It's all about that flow state and connection with with the music. And totally. I feel the same thing when I'm shredding Beat Saber that I do when I'm playing music with other people and like really jamming, you know, like there's this flow state connection that happens and that's the magic of all of this stuff. That's the magic of playing Beat Saber, that's the magic of being a musician is connecting with it and, and finding that flow state. Totally Guys, love that flow. Since, you are, since you are, we are already talking about rhythm games, I have to ask about Odika because this is my favorite uh, rhythm game of all oh time. Oh man, oh man! I must say, I really hated it a lot. <laughs> but then, <laughs> I, but I then, but, but but then, but then recently, I picked it up again and tried again, and now I really enjoyed it. So I think in the in the very early time of Odika, they um, they didn't make it right. You had to yes. really exactly exactly. Um, Hit I agree. Those targets, and then it was just frustrating for me. I didn't and get into that flow state at all that Alex just talked about. But now I picked it up recently, played it, and loved it because I got into that flow state now. I'm so glad I didn't have to mute That's you. Term, because... <laughs> <laughs> you can't even mute me, man. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> if we were on your Polish show, then you could yeah, mute I me. I would just <laughs> mute my, my, you know, my PC. Or something. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I must. I must agree with you. Now it's cool. Now I can really enjoy it a lot. And that game was updated a lot because they had this stupid mechanic when they uh, forced you to keep your like aim like with you know like uh, I don't know what's the name like what's the English name for it but they wanted you to aim like that like from your from your eye you know okay. like this and then okay. uh, but now you, you can, can do like this now and... you can do just like hip firing because then they would okay. like subtract points well and with the anymore. rhythm game you you don't want to have to like aim and be so exactly. precise you're like moving you know you're like yeah. oh yeah i've got this you like your hands are bouncing a little bit you know yeah like, sides. i, I, I dance and stuff when i play yeah aiming outside yeah, same, same same with me but play if you didn't play the card give it a chance because i think yeah, it's, I a, it's an amazing game it I has a really now <laughs> it has a really high like uh, like a uh, learning curve you have to mm. like suffer you know quotes for a few hours before you get it into the and flow the, 
and and you get it it's the best uh, experience that i had you know i i'm doing all the uh, songs on expert you mm -hmm. know and uh, so uh, very very fantastic it's a it's a great game however yeah. for me it's not the best for me the best is pistol whip i i love pistol whip i totally get into the flow with pistol whip get this um yeah this this cool um john wick vibes i love it anyways <laughs> let's talk a bit more about unplugged um i, I was just wondering could it be that that people who really can already play uh, a guitar or any other um, instrument don't feel as excited about these games than people who have I, no idea I've about I've got it? a feeling Alex is going to disagree with me here, but yes. Uh, I, all the musicians I know, most of them are gamers, not one person uh, that I know, and I know a lot of musicians uh, has ever wanted to try Uh, these air guitar hero things and i think this there's something out psych uh, like the psychology of it really the, the yeah, idea of being on stage already. yeah well yeah because you know gigging you know the real thing we, we do it all the time so it's kind <laughs> of like i don't know i, I feel like this this uh this there's someone everyone wants to be that kind of rock star of course everyone does including me everyone wants to be it and, and there's very very few of us that can actually get to those levels of fame yeah, that's why we I play those games it's, 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 yeah and there's, there's almost that escapism of that to be able to right. you know imagine you're on stage and that's great i totally get that and i think that's where the excitement is more so than anything else really um i really i, I do really disagree with that Okay. Yeah, I for me it's like less the feeling of being on stage and stuff because like I've also been on stage, you know, not like famous or anything, but I've been in front of some pretty large crowds, and that is a, an, a magical, magical experience. And when I am playing rhythm games, it like I've said, like I said before, it's about finding the flow state. It's about connecting with the music with my body and action. You know, I'm moving, I'm jamming with it, I'm connected to it, and I'm vibing. You know, and as a musician, I love rhythm games for that reason so i would play this now i don't know if i'm like clamoring to play unplugged or anything especially because like i said i feel like the lack of haptic integration is gonna prevent me from like really connecting with it and loving it um but yeah i think as somebody who plays music i do disagree i love rhythm games and okay. will probably play this okay cool. i think yeah. for me as well there's that lack of expression it'd be great if a rhythm game like this had some sort of improvisationary part to it where you can actually create your own Uh, kind of colors or create your own uh, tunes or melodies that that would be awesome because for me mm -hmm. that's what music is about for me the power the power of music for me is sort of the the because we all are innately musical of course we are but uh, in fact it's funny I'm actually teaching two people to play the guitar at the moment and uh, uh, one of them loves uh, these rhythm games and they're really struggling so I do feel that the There is a distinct difference between the two of these things, to be honest. <laughs> I but, think it uh, takes much longer to play guitar than to play unplugged, probably. But, but yeah, <laughs> but it would be so cool if there was a way of. Uh, in fact, I've just a couple of people said in the chat, Tatiana's made a video, so I'm going to have to check that out actually because uh, she used a real guitar, so that'd okay. be kind of cool. So you know, um, Onikaze says something here that I think is is relevant. And I want to add to it a little bit. He says, when I've seen real musicians uh, play Guitar Hero, Drag Guitar Hero, um, it's because they don't know how to play it. Basically, they know how to play the game, the song That's on a, a real guitar, point. and it, the game wants you to do something else. So it kind of like yes. conflicts naturally with what you're doing. And to that, I agree entirely on easy, medium, and hard. But if you get the skills that are required to play stuff like Beat Saber or Guitar Hero on Expert or Expert Plus or whatever, and it's a lot happening, there's it translates. So now mm -hmm. it's a translation of the song that makes a lot more sense to you. But if you're like, if you know you should be strumming and it just like wants you to do like 
downstrums on each thing or something like that, that really does create this weird disconnection, especially for real musicians. But if you can practice and get some skills and play on expert plus for if you're playing beat saber or you know the hardest difficulty real musicians need to play on the hardest difficulty of these games that's the only way that they're actually going to be able to feel that expression that you're talking about okay that, that does make lots of sense so i was um buying this guitar guitar hero like a couple of years back for, for you, the... you want to play guitar don't you Seb? You're actually, i do you're i learning. do i'm i'm, I'm learning yeah. it yeah like w yeah. with an app and stuff yeah i'm a totally <laughs> beginner but, but i love it i i love it yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah my, my biggest dream is really to be on the stage <laughs> To, to play the guitar and, and, and get the people crazy and then to destroy the guitar like ah. oh, you've got to come nice. to like, one of my gigs like, Seb. you can okay, totally do that okay I can I, <laughs> I can just I can destroy guitars without a problem but I would yeah, love to play fine. it before and then destroy it you know <laughs> yeah 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 so I, I like punk rock and all the rock stuff so I, I really want to make this happen in my lifetimes so yeah Let's see. Probably you can help me make this happen, uh, Steve, somehow. Yeah, all you need to know is about three chords. You know most of the rock songs, you know, at least the uh, yeah. uh, sort of rock and roll songs out there. So you'd be yeah. fine. Yeah, for punk rock, that's totally fine, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool, cool. So we can I make it happen. I have one more observation about this game, that it only yeah. shows how great uh, the, the, the hand tracking is. in. On oh, the of course. Right? Oh, yes. That. That's very true. Yeah, right. yeah. Why we don't have it on PC? On PC, uh, yeah, you're right. On PC, this game is also going to come out on on Steam VR, and then actually you will need the um, the Valve Index controllers. Yeah, but this is crazy. This is the first PC. time that I would use it. The first time. Yeah, How but I mean, work? like, PC is so much more powerful. It should be even better at uh, you know at this uh, hand tracking, right? <laughs> right. I feel you. I see where you're going with this. You're the like, Vario why is it the VR Quest 3. that's able to to deliver this? Exactly. Why, why yeah. isn't something on PC able to do that? The Vario VR three better cameras. And, oh, okay. Um, also, I think it's worth mentioning that the artists that they've collaborated with on Unplugged are insane, like okay. really, really popular artists and, and songs, like stuff that you hear on the radio, which is cool. something that it took Beat Saber like years to accomplish. Okay, I'm ready to play this game. So <laughs> I might give it, it a try just for when, the hell of it. <laughs> when is it going to come out? Um, wait, let me check it out. Do we know? Oh, October, 21st, October 21st. I, I think oh, the hand yeah. tracking, the hand tracking on the Quest has got better since the last update. I really do. It's got the, the they've done something to it because uh, I I tried the Vario VR three hand tracking out and I thought that was absolutely astonishing. It was so smooth. Yeah, it's the ultra leap. And, yeah. And I used to think that the Quest was just that. You know, I mean, you, I didn't be I wasn't able to tell until I had those two headsets back to back. But now, after some sort of software tweaking, it really is exceptional. I mean, I, I, I heard some information that they had the 60 hertz mode, like uh, that could be enabled, right? Isn't that ah, for the related? for the hand tracking? I'm, I'm yeah. not sure. It feels smoother. It definitely does. It's not just a placebo thing. It might be, but I just the, don't hand, know. It the hand tracking from the Quest is just magic because they're just using regular cameras to make it happen, right? It's, it's yeah. unbelievable. Very, this very this, cool. this technical feat is really magical. So. Oculus is doing lots of magical things. I must admit it. They are the king of software. <laughs> they, um, they are. They are doing a great job. Really, it's fantastic. Can't deny it. Can't deny it, right? And, and much, the Air Guitar yeah. version will be better on Quest. <laughs> For sure. Right? I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Let's see. Because of hand tracking, right? <laughs> You're right. I might try it on the Pimax, actually. That'd be quite interesting, wouldn't it? I don't know if it would be any different, but I've, the yeah, hand tracking yeah. module on there. Right. Oh, right. 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 No yeah. idea. Let's see. Yeah, anyway, it's going to come out on 21st October, Unplugged. I am all hyped for it. I'm looking forward to play it, and I will, I will totally try it out. Because it's so much easier to, to master these games than 
to master the real guitar. I'm, I have to find out. <laughs> I think it's harder. I, I, I can I totally do. destroy it, but anyway. <laughs> Not play it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways, now let's get to our next topic. And I know some people in the chat were waiting for that topic a lot. Now we're going to talk about these here. And these here are... New wow. controllers or renders. I'm not sure how far they actually are with developing these. So this is a picture that Decagear has tweeted on their Twitter account. And what we can see are completely redesigned controllers. As we know, Deca, they have like um, told us about their Decagear 1 virtual reality headset, a headset that has the same resolution like the G2, the Reverb G2, a headset that has mouth tracking, facial tracking for games like VR Chat, a headset that also even has um, wireless capabilities, being able to play Steam VR games um, wirelessly, and that all for a price tag of $450. Now, Decagear wanted to come out with this actually in this year. The first, when they first came to the scene, they said, okay, we're going to make this happen until May. But actually, at that time already, they said, like, probably not going to happen. <laughs> they were pretty honest from the beginning. Probably you remember my interview with the team. They said, like, okay, now they have so long lead times because of all the corona shit that is happening. And they already said, like, okay, not going to happen in May. And, yeah, they had to postpone it and postpone it. And now they came out recently uh, with some new news and they said, okay, you can pre-order it right now and then you're going to get it next year in Q4. Q4 next year, 2022. Wow, long time. Long time to wait for this headset. And other headsets are coming out too. Going to be a tough, going to be really, really tough for them. And now we hear something new from them and we see those controllers. And what strikes me personally about those controllers, other than that they look really sleek, they look fantastic, they don't have that kind of tracking ring anymore. Before, they had a tracking ring just like the Oculus Touch controllers had or like the Reverb D2 controllers had. But that tracking ring is now completely gone. We still have here the, uh, this kind of straps in order to, yeah, to have them connect with your hand. And also something that is new are these kind of orbs, I would call them, and they are here at the bottom of these controllers. Totally new design, no idea if they have also changed the tracking mechanism. It, it seems like they changed it because we don't have these tracking rings anymore. It looks completely different now as compared to before. And yeah, I would like to, to ask your thoughts about it. Simplex, what are your thoughts about this controller? Yeah, it looks really original, and I'm, I'm wondering if this tracking, if this orb is like this, uh, it, is this instead of the uh, the tracking ring? Yeah, right? could could be right, but but uh, is it because would it still work? Is it still like how else, optical? But how else would they track it? I mean, you have to track volume, you have to have multiple points, right, to be more yeah. to be precise. It's really surprising. That's really surprising. Uh, totally, Maybe it's some kind of magnetic, you know, tracking because I know there's something like that. That it's could this, be. That could be. Right, magnetic tracking. I, I I do have like a magnetically tracked uh, headset. It's the Pico Neo mm -hmm. Two, which was using this kind of magnetic tracking. It was okay, but it was not as good as optical tracking. It was not as good as uh, G Two yeah. or or um, Quest Two. So that would be strange. Or they they have found a technology that is perfect and they're using it right now. Yeah, I like that they have analog sticks and they keep the same like uh, layout. That's 
also I, I'm glad we finally got like a universal you know button yeah. layout for VR controllers and I agree VR2 is going to have the same so we have like the standard like I like for, the standard like, too. For, like for punk and games so that's that's great yeah you're right so that, that is really good um, do they have yeah. uh, finger tracking like uh, yes you know, index? Okay. well they had the original one had mm -hmm. finger tracking like the index same stuff so probably here it's still the same um, could that be um, tracking? Could that be lighthouse tracking? No, I don't think so. Like it's, the, I think it's a, like a dead, dead end, dead alley, right? You shouldn't uh, make it, uh, you know, increase complexity again. Who would want? Who, who will want to put yeah. trackers around your house? I mean, I, I have them, of course. Yeah, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. Screw to my walls, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know. We, we're the hardcore, so yeah, we're the hardcore. You're right. Yeah, probably would be a bad move, especially since they want to fight on that exactly. um, price area, right? The four hundred fifty dollars is a is a great price, even in times of um, quests. It's still like acceptable, right, to sell a headset yeah. for four hundred fifty dollars. I mean, the truth is that those those uh, lighthouse never they never uh, you know cut uh, cut off because uh, Valve said that they will have it uh, like for free. That everyone who wants to uh, this, uh, produce them, uh, they, uh, that's royalty free. You know, this, the lighthouse tracking. Yeah. And no one ever did it. Like, even Pimax, I think they didn't do it, and they're still using like uh, you know HTCs or index uh, trackers. You know, the the base stations. Right. Right. So, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Let's let's have a closer look at the picture again. Um, what about this menu button? It looks a bit mm -hmm. more than, than just a menu button. Could could that also be like a like a um, thumb. It looks like a recess to me. Yeah, exactly. Like a hole. Recess. <laughs> it, looks like like a like hole. A, it looks a bit like a hole. I was thinking yeah. pro probably this could be something like a trackpad as well. So you, you can click it, but also it would uh, register where your thumb is moving. Could, it does not I, look like a button. I mean, if, no? the only thing I can think of is it that must they be wanted a button, to... A button, menu button. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know, man. It do <laughs> that does not look like a button to me. It looks like a hole. And the only thing I can think of is like maybe they wanted to have, you know, like on the touch controllers when you put your thumb on the thumbstick, like there's an animation, you know, like mm -hmm. moves over a little bit. Maybe it's like a sensor so it knows like where your thumb is and can like move it. I'm, like I, I'm, I feels like a like I'm stretching. Like maybe it's a camera, you know. <laughs> it could yeah, be. Like, who knows? Crazy thing. Because <laughs> your yeah. thumb is right over that thing, so it can't be any kind of sensor. Well, it could, it could be a sensor. I, I still think it could be like a trackpad that you can like, like, um, yeah, just like a trackpad is, right? Just like in small version, but you can also press it. Or oh, maybe it's like, um, like a mouse. Pull your thumb over top of it, it can detect like which direction you're going, and that's exactly what I. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> Probably I oh, couldn't okay. express myself well enough. <laughs> like. Yeah, like something like uh, which is touch sensitive. Yeah, you know how like um, laptops used to have that like little button in the middle of the keyboard that you could yeah. like touch with your thumb or your finger and like move it around and it would move the mouse on the screen. It was like a little like you like a like a pencil eraser that stuck up and you could exactly. use that to kind of have a cursor. The maybe, ThinkPads uh, had those. Yeah. The ThinkPad. They maybe still have like it. That. They still have it. I read a comment, uh, you know, on on Twitter on, on on their tweet. Someone said that this is like the balls. This is ball tracking. And that uh, it works. Uh, that's that's reminded me. PSVR has a similar tracking uh, system, right? Yo, the I think Chad. I think Chad is figuring this out right now. Okay, Rebel exactly. Red Royo says, "I've always thought that the, uh, the menu button was a fingerprint sensor, especially when they mentioned on Twitter you can say goodbye to typing long emails. So if it can register your passwords with your fingerprint, 
then boom, 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 boom. You just touch your, your thumb to that and it logs you into stuff. That is exactly what I was wondering. Why did they write, you can say goodbye to typing long emails and passwords? I think you're onto something there, Rebel. I think you're onto something. Really? Yeah, but I mean, how can you, I understand the password, but how can you type a long email using your fingerprint? Um, that's a good point too. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good point too. You know, when when I was reading that, I was thinking, okay, probably uh, you can more easily now um, like maneuver the mouse in VR because you can simply uh, use your thumb somehow like a mouse. But it, it makes much more sense that you simply don't have that you simply can log in with your with your thumb completely with with email and password. So you set up some some software on your computer. And they're good with software. They've already shown that. And yeah, in order to, to log into different kind of sites, then you will simply click it and then you're good. Yeah. But what, what, what would you think about this kind of functionality, um, Steve? Yeah, I was just thinking, you know, that could this be the first true PC gaming headset with a super high clarity that we've seen uh, with really bespoke controllers that would be great for gaming because i'm thinking the vi pro 2 and the vive series they they yeah they are gaming headsets but they're not they don't they they're not very good let's be honest <laughs> they're not very good um then you got the reverb g2 great gaming headset but really tracking issues the those controllers are just awful uh, yeah, they, did, they did make them better um for, i don't have issues with them because obviously what i do but i mean for a gamer that would be a problem um and of course I mean, really, you've got the Quest, which is standalone anyway, really. So I just feel like these controllers with this new uh, headset, it's quite an exciting prospect. I just hope that they can get it out pretty quick because I'm, I'm concerned for them. I'm just a bit I'm, concerned. I'm also concerned for them. Like, I really, I really root for them. I love their spirit. I love it that they are trying to get out hardware, like VR hardware, and to c compete against something like Facebook. It's crazy, honestly Huge. speaking. I love it. I love the spirit, the fighting spirit of Decagear. And I'm just so sad that they have these lead time problems. You know, they, they could come out with their headset if they had the components, but they're simply not getting them. It's, it's just so sad to see that. Because I do believe if they came out now with a $450 oh, device, yeah. which, is like a, which is like not Facebook, which is as good as the, the G2 in terms of visuals, which is wireless, which has these controllers, oh my I'm God. so sure <laughs> so many people I would, would pay $450. Don't you th what do you think, Alex? You know, I think, you know, like kind of circling these controllers here, that's kind of how we started with this. I honestly, Steve, I think these are like flight sim controllers. You know, like if you look at somebody else mentioned this in in the in the comments, but yeah, like the actually. ball cocks on the bottom, like to me that looks like like an accessory. You know, like, yeah, you're you know, right. It looks get like into a, there. A so for you, you can yeah. use a flight a flight rig with that, right? Like yeah, put yeah. one into the boom, put in the other, boom, you're going. For me, as like a, if I'm going to be like a competitive gamer, um, I, I don't see a, a, a grip button. And that is like, oh my, like that is. It must is, be a trigger button the other side of it. Oh, maybe there's a oh, trigger, I like, but I need a grip. I need okay. a grip. I need you to don't like to the like buffing myself one, yeah. up. Nope, the index, I cannot do it. You cannot climb in population one on, on index controllers. It's, yeah, I mean, maybe some people out there yeah. would say you can. I'm telling you right now, you can't. On, on Oculus Quest, I can launch myself one handed while I'm blasting, you know, like yeah. scaling a building. Impossible with the gripping mechanism. Can't, cannot do yeah, it. Because uh, I, must, I must agree with you. I must agree with you. Like, really, in the very beginning, when they tried to sell us the Valve Index control and said, like, hey, you, you just grip things like in real, or oh, it sounded so fantastic. It sounded like, like okay, you're yeah, okay, cool, I want it. 
But then when you really had it, it's like a pain yeah. in the ass. If you need to grip it the whole time, right? It, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. It's no. I could I also, it be no. a few people saying it's it's just you know it's actually a sensor, a grip sensor yeah, on I, that pad there. It could be that. It's a oh, second. I'm not into that. Like well, obviously, yeah, it's not a physical button as such, but perhaps some sort of sensor that senses that you're gripping. Yeah, I'm like sure a there is. controller. There must yeah, be. and that's and I'm yeah, saying yeah. that's not good enough. Yeah, that's what I'm also saying. Like the Valve Index one, it's no, it's it's just a pain in the. It ass, just reminded right? me of the grip buttons in on the original Vive ones. These were horrible. Like <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, oh these yeah. these small yeah, on the ones. Side. Oh, they they were <laughs> yes. so bad. They are the worst. Yes, <laughs> they would give like cramps. Like yeah, uh, it, it's hurt. so they were so yes. bad. Okay, right. But now imagine if you're in a flight sim, right, Steve? Like when you grip the um the yoke or what do they call it in planes yeah, yeah they you spawn yeah yeah or, or but you grip task. that thing and that really makes that's going to look at and feel great because you're holding the thing you know you have the animation like it's all i think that would be really good for a flight sim i do agree with you though like a physical button you need to have that um yeah. if, if it was a sensor you'd end up like doing it by accident or if you're you know because sometimes i do grip the controllers if i'm in a tense situation and then I suddenly end up yeah. doing something i don't want to happen yeah. uh yeah, that, you should be, be able issue. to. You should be able to independently grip it without triggering the grip, like uh, you know, response, yeah. and then have yeah. a button that would make it go when you want it to go. Mm-hmm. So yeah. well, it, was already, it was already invented. You know, we already have it. So just <laughs> keep it. Well, and like for me with the index controllers, like you know, if I'm in a really intense situation, like my hands are going to be clammy. You know, like sweaty. Yes. There's going to be yeah. a ton of moisture, doesn't, doesn't, and I might yeah. be gripping that controller as hard as I can, but there's still <laughs> issues. It's like still dropping weapons. It's still not giving me an immersive experience. I'm too busy worrying about what the hell is going on with my hands. Right, and exactly. I can't be thinking about that. Yeah, yeah. Give us, a, give us a grip button. Dear VR companies, give us a really a real yes. grip button. I think and we've, thumbsticks. we've learned this now. And thumbsticks. Yeah, of course. Of, of course we want thumbsticks. I, really, really. I, why would I want to have this kind of trackpad? Mm-hmm. It doesn't work, in my opinion. It doesn't make sense. I'm hoping that these <laughs> new Pimax controllers that right now there's the swords that have trackpads. I guess there's some coming that have the thumbsticks on them. I hope so. so too. I'm, I'm kind of I'm praying that these Pimax controllers are are the ones that I've been waiting for. Because at the moment, I don't feel like I have like a complete, legit, perfect VR situation. I'm always like sacrificing something based that I'm using. You know. Yeah. Right. Oh, somebody lost my beer display. That's great. Thank you. Yeah, I need show. one. I need one. For isn't, it, isn't that beautiful? Yeah. <laughs> Celebrating my adult beverage here with all of you. <laughs> was it you, that Alex, that said you, you, your favorite controllers are the CV1 controllers? Is it, did uh, you say that? I didn't I say that. I said it. Oh, it was you. Sorry. Yeah. I, I totally agree with you on yeah. that. I, I thought they, I've got quite large hands anyway. So for me, just the quality of them as well, just, exactly. they just was Plastic. perfect. Yeah. And, and the Quest 2 reminds me a little bit of those, but, obviously yeah. like a cheaper version exactly and but, you have yeah. even had those because of the camera because of the camera tracking you had like guards for your hands yes the wall. Just... yeah oh the amount of times and they were yeah. tough i mean yeah the amount of times Undistract- I get... yeah yeah indestructible true, true the rift s controllers my god people breaking them left right and center when they first came out yeah yeah the, the rings would break like yeah oh they were so plasticky on yeah. those yeah right yeah, so they look, they look comfortable. I mean, I can imagine they, they look great. I mean, they they, they absolutely they look they look really good. They look really good. But, but we just have to find out what is this for? Is is this here really a fingerprint reader? Like, I think really I really I can't imagine how this could be of any use for me because <laughs> I, I I really seldom would use 
um, first of all, VR to, to enter my credentials into anything because you don't have to do that so often. For, for some, probably you have to, but very seldom, right? Or do you have any kind of use case if this really was a fingerprint reader? Could what kind a of camera? What kind of use case would that be? You know, I don't know. I mean, question. I, you know, like you said, you don't enter credentials often when you have a headset on. It's pretty rare, you know? I mean, it's not like your phone. I use the fingerprint sensor on my phone. On my phone, yes, of course. All the time. PayPal and all it these banking so things is good. perfect. Yeah. It's so good. So, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe they'll have a reason. You know, maybe there's some reasons coming for us to have I like to reasons. credentials more often. <laughs> you know, new things, new plans, maybe something that, that's supposed to be integrated for. Maybe they've got a cool new game or IP coming that Could be. Yeah. takes advantage of it, you know. Who, we don't cool. know. Yeah, you're right. Being a little hopeful here, a little optimistic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Well, I, I hope they come up with something great. But in general, their hardware is well thought through so far. But just we have we have not really seen enough of it, right? I would love to look through their headset, just like they have these lead time problems. So, mm -hmm. what what are your thought thoughts, Alex? Um, do you think they still have a chance? Do you think people will wait until next year in um, Q4 for this headset, or when this comes out in Q4? Does it have a? Will it stand a chance against PSVR two, against um, Quest two Pro, or whatever's on the market then right now, right then? I don't think so. Honestly, I doubt it. I think PSVR two is going to dominate. It's when going that to be comes so out, huge. It's going yeah. to be massive. In be the massive. meantime, Quest is going to be as big as it is, and it's going to continue to grow it's in popularity. Screwing. Right. Decamove, if they don't have. Um, like a way to get the games on there. And if it comes out with anything other than stellar reviews, they're going to be in trouble. And if they don't have the resources that all these other companies have to make sure that their shit is going out perfect every single time, then that's not going to be the case. Somebody's going to get the headset, maybe MRTV. He's going to try it on. He's going to be like, yeah, it's good, but it ain't the quest two. And that's all anybody needs to hear. They're not going to go and spend extra, you know, unless you're like ultra anti Facebook, which we, we try to inform people. We always tell people the dangers of, you know, the Facebook login right. and all of that stuff, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, people don't give a shit. They're just going <laughs> to take Unfortunately, you're right, Alex. Unfortunately, that's the case. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agreed. Yeah. I, I, th I also you're restraining yourself there, Seb. I can I, see you're no, restraining. <laughs> no, but I, 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 you know, for me, the Facebook thing, you know, right? I think it's amazing that this wouldn't have Facebook. That's a big plus for lots of people here, especially in Germany, where we can't even buy the Quest 2 because of those reasons, right? But I also think it's it's a tough call. I wish them all the best. I totally, totally. root for them. Yes, I, I want them to I be totally, amazing. I totally root for them, and everything looks good, and I'm so sad for them that they have to struggle how they are struggling right now because of lead time things, because they are a startup. They don't have the market power like an Apple has or like a Facebook has, right? They can, they can simply buy all the components of the market and then companies like Decca have no chance. And, and I think it sucks. So I really absolutely root for them and I can't wait to try their devices. But I also it just think can't be it's inferior. just so tough. If it's inferior at you know, all, it you're will right. fail. You're right. It not must be inferior. Be, it, it has to be at least a side grade. Yeah, right. It, exactly. Exactly. And then it's still tough because you don't have this amazing ecosystem of games as the Quest has, yeah, right? True. With right. so many exclusive, they, everything must be on Quest, right? So, yeah. I know. And Facebook's call. buying all like the best titles. Right. You know, they're it buying sucks, all these it. games. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. Anyways, I'm absolutely rooting for you, Dekagi, if you're watching this. And um, I think take your time, guys. The community, take your time. The, there is goodwill from this community towards companies like Megadodo, like here, the, the, who are making this Dekagi, right? So I believe they have a chance if they have a great product, if they have a Kickstarter, people will buy it. And I, I can just, um, yeah, hope that they will be able to come out with hardware. Oh, and they're reminding us too that it's going to be a Steam VR headset, so it will oh, have access. Yeah, yeah, right. There yeah. will there will be lots of games, absolutely for sure. So that should I think be the only cool. thing is I think like yeah. there's been not many headsets released for the PC side for a while, and exactly something like this would be a huge deal for the likes of me, really. So uh, I do feel that there is a chance there for them, but as I say, I just I'm concerned about obviously. The issues they're having and the fact that it's it could become out of date before it gets here really because vr is moving at such a fast pace now oh yeah that, uh, I'm, I'm a bit worried about that side of things for them but you know and of course i'm interested in the if they're able to get some sort of prototype together so they can just show you know yeah. just amount to a few youtubers just just to show what what it's gonna be they just wanted to, get some to hype but, up, you know yeah they wanted to but they have not they couldn't do it right we, we wanted to yeah. see uh, this kind of blogger version they call it and send it to people like me and others yeah but we haven't received it yet right so it's, it's if really it's good everyone will scream it from the rooftops like that's what i'm getting at like if it Same is here. good it will be good it just has to be good they can't put out something that they know is inferior or it, it, no one's gonna fall for it and no one's gonna buy it like right. HTC, you know, HTC put out multiple headsets that are just simply inferior and everyone knows it. So they don't sell. So why do you think suddenly we see that new controller? Do you think it's probably um, they they also see themselves, hey, probably in, in Q4 2022, it's too late with the specs that they had for the Decagear 1. And now they are kind of like pivoting, trying to come up with something new, which again will be better than what's on the market. Or do you think they will stick to that headset and just change the controllers, uh, Simplex? What are your thoughts on that one? I'm actually, I mean, uh, I don't think they will they will be able to um, uh, release the same exact same headset one year later. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it sounds almost implausible because it, yeah. the market will move, right? We'll get PSVR 2 and things like that. So was it officially delayed? Um, well, yes, I thought... Um, it was delayed, absolutely, and it was on their pre-order page, which which said Q4 2022. So oh. I think I think the current website is a bit outdated. I think they, they mm -hmm. didn't update that. I, I I read that recently, but anyways, we we are going to hear more from Decker Gear. That's what they wrote on Twitter because the page, you know, because the the official page it says first batch shipping Q4 2021. Yes, still. I also I also read wow. that. Exactly. So why are we it's saying like, it's one year later? It's almost yeah, now. I'm just confused. Yeah, <laughs> because actually, um, recently they you could pre-order the device, and on that website, when you when you could pre-order, it said Q4 2022. Okay. You're right. Or it said Q3 2022. Green or four Anyways, the thing is, there's too many. Things that we don't know. So exactly. we need to hear from Decagear now. 
So, dear Dekagir, you are super welcome to come onto this show and give us all the information. I'm inviting you here right now. So, we, we all would be like so happy if one of you could come to the show and, and just give us all the details. Just tell us everything. Wouldn't What's that be so nice if like images like these controllers came out and they're like, oh, by the way, here's everything. You know, yeah, and they just like be. list it, like tell us, like what yeah. are the plans? Like you know, you're showing us an image of it, like tell us what that stupid hole is. You know so what? Have to yeah. sit here and ask maybe about maybe right. if they if they are Steam VR compatible, then maybe somehow they will be able to work with other headsets, those controllers, and they will just sell them separately if they cannot deliver the. the I do imagine that. Like I imagine Simmers being able to scoop them up and boom, drop them into a thing and just go. Hmm. Yeah, Who knows? Something. Yeah, we need Space we need to, we need to know from them. And hopefully, we are going to hear more from them. I think we will because, yeah, well, now we are just speculating, but we really need to know what's going well, on. You should also ask Gaben where is Index 2. Yeah, okay, I'm going to ask him too. Do so that. Gaben, uh, <laughs> if you want to come here, yeah. you're totally welcome to be on the show. Yeah. Okay, so now, now we're getting to our final topic, and it's a huge one. So, we have heard about some Quest 2 Pro rumors and actually some pictures have come out yesterday and these pictures show something that look like Quest controllers but without a tracking ring. Instead, we can see cameras on that controller and you know, Facebook loves cameras. <laughs> so that kind of makes sense to me. That does make sense to me. Anyways, other than that, Probably these are the, the Quest 2 Pro controllers. And we've also, first of all, uh, we've seen those, um, those pictures leak on, on a Facebook workplace video conference. That's what we see here. So somebody <laughs> who's also working at Facebook probably took these pictures while in a conference talking about these prototypes. Yeah, good luck for your job. <laughs> Dear I Leaker. know, imagine the sweat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This guy who made this picture. Okay. Anyways, um, yeah, well, so we see this controller here. It does look like the Quest controller, but without the tracking ring. And it does have these um, cameras here, which means that the controller would most probably track itself, which is good because then... It would also track itself when it's behind your back, for example, when it's not in the range of these four Quest cameras. Mm, mm -mm. But, so, but battery life. <laughs> yeah, battery life would be totally different. It, it would not, it probably wouldn't be like the battery life that we have right now. Like now it's like, uh, it's like witchcraft. <laughs> yeah. how, how long? Even, yeah, even if it was half what it is now, I'd still be fairly it happy. It would still be good. Yeah, it would still be good. Let's hope Facebook's, uh, you know, hand tracking isn't enough good enough to identify this guy by his hands. <laughs> He should be more careful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly, exactly. This is going to be tough. I, I think he looks a little bit bogus, though. It doesn't look very professional. Like he's got, looks like he's in his room. He's got a hoodie on. Yeah, but and the it hoodie just looks on like, is. Like, I don't know. I mean, you know, we are in the, you know, we are in in the age of video conferencing from, you know. Remote working, so exactly. Hoodie is okay for Facebook. Absolutely, that's no problem. No I dress think that code looks Facebook. really legit. Yeah, like, me too. I, I'm pretty convinced by these images. I absolutely yeah. think so too. I also I, I'm think not, so. I'm, I'm kind of. I'm not sure. Honestly, I'm, I'm not sure either way really on this one. It just doesn't. It doesn't look that realistic to me. But I'm sure. It is. <laughs> it just doesn't look like it from these pictures. Just like someone's just drilled a hole through their quest, took the ring out, put a little camera in, and gone. I know. We'll do that and call some. 
But why would why would somebody do that? I've no idea. <laughs> but that's that's a deep conversation, man. I don't know if we want to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, but I, people I really, can create very elaborate ho hoaxes. Yeah, really. you're, you're right. You're right. But I honestly don't think that this is a hoax. Really, I don't think so. Not me and, either. And also, especially um, since now they're they're selling out the Quest Two, right? There's moment at the moment. There is this kind of buy an Oculus Quest 2 this week and get a second $400 off, which means like now it's going to cost like $199 for a second Quest 2, which is like an insane price. So they're yep. just getting rid of them. They're just getting yep. rid of the Quest 2s. Quest 2 is dead. I have now pronounced it dead. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on. They, they are selling out those headsets because the Quest 2 Pro... It's gonna, it's I mean, gonna come out. They promise there will be no new quest this year, but this year is almost f over, right? So yeah, exactly. So January first. Yeah. January first, Quest Two <laughs> Pro. It's all here, right? Exactly. Anyway, so for me, in my opinion, this looks legit. With this kind of tracking, with cameras being in the controller, they would solve lots of problems. They would solve the problem of your um, your your controllers being out of the camera range. They would solve the problem of like um, one controller being in front of the other, right? Like like um, mm -hmm. this kind of problem. Yeah, it makes all sense. So basically, what you're getting here is most probably perfect tracking. I, I really believe that this tracking is going to be as good as Lighthouse tracking because even the tracking that we have now on the Quest Two and even on the Quest One is really good. Right, the only problem basically is this kind of getting out of the tracking area, or like uh, one one controller being in front of the other and therefore not tracking well. And all these problems would be solved with this kind of tracking. And uh, for me, it makes total sense. Well, I've got a question because yeah. I love Beat Saber, you know, and I play hard. I play an expert plus, and when I'm playing, I am ripping these things. If I was going to connect my phone to my wrist and record it. And then watch that footage of my arms flailing around. <laughs> it would be like insane. It would be like a blurry mess. Like, how the hell are these cameras going to accurately track the intensity of like Beat Saber movement? Yeah, I think okay. they are supposed to be 120 you. FPS cameras. That would explain it. Th that oh, would be, wow. Uh, that would be good. And then, in order to get their position from um, from the headset, because that's also the important part, right? Like the the position. As compared to the headset, it seems like that there is some kind of laser being emitted from the Quest 2 Pro, and these these um, these cameras could somehow pick this up and therefore like um, calculate their relative position to the headset. This totally makes sense because then it would be like a lighthouse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the headset becomes a lighthouse. Exactly. The headset becomes a lighthouse. Isn't that pretty amazing? So, <laughs> oh my God, I, I already like the technology behind this. Let me let me read a bit from this upload article because not only did these pictures leak, but also specs. Let me read this. On Wednesday, Reddit user Samulia posted purported uh, low resolution renders of Oculus Secret controllers. Exactly, these controllers that you hear. Um, at the time, we didn't think much of it because moderate blah blah blah. Let me, blah, blah, blah. Let me go through the part that's important. <laughs> Wait, uh, blah blah. Okay, now now we're talking about the display. The display is allegedly a dual cell LCD from BOE with the same resolution as Quest Two, but in an advanced backlight with pixel level control. 
enabling OLED-like black levels without OLED's black smear or manufacturability issues. Big point. So basically what you're having here is something like the mini LED technology that is in um, uh, iPad Pros, which means it's not LCD. LCD, the problem is you have backlight for the whole panel. So you can never have perfect blacks. But with this mini LED technology, what you can actually do, you can turn on the backlight only for those pixels where you need it. Let's say you have a black screen and like a red ball. Then only the part with the red ball, the backlighting will shine. And this technology makes for perfect blacks and it's called mini LED. And exactly that technology seems to be in, these, in this Quest 2 Pro which would be incredibly, incredibly amazing because then you have all the positives from LCD, right, as in no black smear, but also all the positives from OLED as in real blacks. What do you think about that? Sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fantastic. It's, 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 been, it's been something that has been missing from the you know, VR headsets for a very long time, isn't it? We need to get back to those beautiful colors again, those beautiful blacks. It's right. It's, it's a weird thing. Once you've experienced it, you really do truly miss it. And it's, uh, yeah, if this, this sounds like a very good compromise a solution. It, it seems like the perfect, uh, the perfect yeah. deal. No smearing, well, if you, uh, but if OLED blacks. If you walk blacks. into a dark room, you know, without those perfect blacks and you're in a VR game and you're just seeing that like gray, you know, like it, I feel like I'm looking at a TV screen almost right. like I feel like I'm playing a game. But the, if you can really get black and like make it dark in there, when I enter a dark space, it really will yeah, heighten huge the experience difference. quite a bit. Exactly. What do you think and, about this simplex, this kind of technology where you yeah, have like the best from LCD and the best from OLED into one so, thing? Well, I, I want to see it. I mean, I've never heard of it. OK, like dual cell LCD. I've never heard of it. But I read check, it further. Check mini, check mini LED. Yeah, I had for those. iPhone Mini LED. Okay, uh, okay, you know this. Yeah. This is the same and thing. There is, there is also micro LED coming, I think, which is going to be even better. Okay. Uh, but I I read that these uh, controllers are supposed to have fingerprint sensors. What a surprise! What <laughs> fingerprint <laughs> sensors in really? in that article? Okay, I read okay. it. Okay. okay, I'm going to I'm going to <laughs> no, keep on spoiler. reading. Spoiler! Spoiler! <laughs> oh, no, I was just about to read it. Oh. No, let me let me keep on reading <laughs> yeah, this article. Don't mute me! Don't mute me! Please. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. There are allegedly three sensors on the exterior of the headset, a 4K 120fps RGB camera for color pass-through. Oh yes. my goodness. Yes, we this need is, to say badly. This is, this is exactly what Stan LaRock said. Stan, the CEO of um, Lynx, when, we, when he was here on the podcast, he said, you know what, the Quest 2 Pro will probably have color pass-through, just like their Lynx headset, right? in order to make for better AR. It's a no-brainer. This makes so much sense. What are your thoughts, Alex? I think AR is the only thing that excites me about that. I don't know about you guys, but I actually like never use pass-through for like its intended purpose. You know, they like show you like walking out of your play space to grab a drink and shit like that. Like I never part ever, ever, ever use pass-through for that. The only okay. thing I use it for is drawing my guardian. So I guess you could okay. make drawing my guardian cooler. Um, at the end of the day, <laughs> like AR in the headset will be experimental. It'll be fun. It might be, you know, cool to mess around with here and there, but until you're like using real AR, it's going to feel a little strange, right? Like you got you still have a VR headset on, you're like looking at yeah. a video of your room and it's, you know, it's not quite the room. So, eh, you know, I, okay. it doesn't excite me that much if I'm honest. I okay. suppose, would it be quite cool? I, I'm trying to think from my 
geeky perspective, like nerdy <laughs> perspective. Like if I'm flying and I want to have part of the pass through on a certain like track tracking a certain thing like a keyboard or something exactly. if it's color exactly that, like that, this this mixed that, reality that, is so I, good yeah i totally yeah. get it okay. from that point of view that's when i would totally. probably want the full color pass through but i must admit i agree with alex that generally speaking most of the time for the quest that is i you know i literally just draw my boundary and then trip over a dog and that's about it really for me yeah, but, <laughs> but, but only but it's not yeah. poor quality but what's exactly. better Exactly, because even with this poor quality, I'm not sure if you have checked out uh, workrooms, Facebook workrooms, or the Horizon workrooms. Yes, it is amazing when you put your key. Yes, it's right, incredible. right. They yeah, have this kind of mixed cool. reality when when you can like turn it yeah. on and then just the area of your keyboard is passed through. You see your real keyboard in this black and white because that was a the quality is not so good. It's pretty. Like, it's oh magic, right? <laughs> yeah, it was but cool. then imagine it with a really good RGB camera. And all the yeah. kind of cool AR things that we don't do now because the black and white of the Quest is still not, is still not good. Now we can do it with this. And, well, this is something that the Lynx headset can do right now already, right? That's what's going to be hopefully on Kickstarter really soon. So, yeah, well, yeah, it makes sense that Facebook is, going, is, is totally going for AR because on the yes. long run, they will want an AR headset as well, right? So... I, I think cool. AR might end up. I mean, I don't know. I love VR, but I think AR will end up being like the thing. You know? Yeah, of course, it's gonna be. It's gonna it's be gonna replace. It's gonna replace yeah. our our smartphones. That's it. It, it will. It yeah. will. And um, it, it's going to touch people's lives. VR yeah. for us uh, gamers and stuff, yes. But for the general public, AR is going to touch their lives. Totally. And um, yeah. So that's Facebook is breaking. Facebook is doing a first important step. Uh, you know, in the AR play. I think. Of right. course. And it's I get that huge and I respect that. But, you know, for my, for me, like, what, what am I going to do with that? I, there's nothing I can do with that. Because right now, right now, we do, exactly. And also other things. We, we, we don't know. We don't have the exactly. great app right yeah, now. But something. once, once the, the amazing app is right there, I'm sure you will see. But it, like it maybe something can we be. can't even imagine now, and then we'll exactly. get it and we'll think, how could we have not, you know, think yeah. of it before? Like, <laughs> that would be awesome. This genius thing. Exactly. So let's let's we'll see, see what else this has this can do. Um, okay, so um, RGB camera for color pass through and mixed reality makes sense. And two side facing 1K near infrared 120 FPS cameras with laser constellation projection. Exactly the same technology like um, your your Lighthouse. uh, Valve Lighthouse system. You know, yeah. projection. This the, this side facing sensor system is listed as used for head tracking, hand tracking. And controller tracking, that's important. And as with the later screenshot leaks, the controller was had to track itself using onboard IR cameras. The use of laser constellation projection could suggest that the controller location itself relative to the projected pattern, which the headset knows the position of and so can translate into its own coordinated space. Simulia also claimed the controllers as having precise finger position sensing. Triple haptics, main trigger pinch, and a fingerprint sensor. I, I don't get the fingerprint sensor. This is going to be this is going to be the new it? thing now. Isn't it's it? it's a new thing. It's it's, <laughs> it's a new from thing. From this day forward, literally. So what about you, this? You know, they're trying to like get this metaverse shit going. You know, what if they start like opening stores, and you could like okay. buy NFTs or something like that? Right, and in right. order to make a purchase, you need to use your fingerprint on the controller. Probably. Or, Good or idea. if more people, more people can use the headset, just give someone the headset. He just uh, touches, you and know, and then he touches it and, and it charges his profile. Head. Exactly, yeah. it's his profile immediately. 
Okay, yeah, that makes yeah. sense. That would make a lot of yeah. sense. Also, it would give uh, Facebook lots of our fingerprints. Of course. <laughs> yeah, would, which yeah, is what they know. need. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they would never do anything uh, bad with it. And never. <laughs> God, never. we're they so would screwed. Never, they would never <laughs> give the police access to all their fingerprint exactly. database. Oh. Never. Oh, shit. <laughs> I think you have to start. I think you should. I think you can make a business. Like, this is my idea. I can, like, giving it to the world. Start pr pr producing fake fingerprints. <laughs> exactly. For people and, like, yeah, use exactly. them. <laughs> to play VR. Exactly. No. <laughs> I don't I want Facebook to, to make this. And, and like, you I will forget give Decker Gear all my money. Yeah, and then one day you forget to put them on, and they got you. Oh, exactly. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> just exactly. takes one time, doesn't it? Exactly. Okay. exactly. okay. Okay. Sebastian exactly. Ang, he has just signed in, and he is in Dortmund, Germany. Okay. Oh, they they, they would know me. who you were from from your biometrics without the thumbs without yeah. the fingerprint. They yeah. would know yeah, your from right. your head movement and hand True. movement. They've already True. got you. And from True. my Facebook login. <laughs> Yep, True. it's easier. It's easier. Oh my goodness! This this whole fingerprint sensor in VR is becoming a thing, and we found out in season two, episode nine of the next wow. podcast. <laughs> this is this is crazy. Yeah, probably in, in a few years, we all think this is this is as normal as having the fingerprint sensor on the phone. At one mm -hmm. point, I also thought, yeah. like, oh, on the phone, why why do they want the fingerprint sensor? But now there is no phone without fingerprint sensor. Yep. Right, because it makes so much sense to, to so easily log in. It's it's great. I oh can't my stand god! Who's who's got the fingerprint sensor that has it on the actual screen? I can't stand those ones. I have it. I have, I have it. that. Does it actually work okay? Because all it the works. phones I have it. I love it. Works. It works perfect. Yeah, I, yeah. I prefer the actual hardware but mounts. What phone? What phone do you have? Because it depends uh, on the phone. Xperia Five. Okay, that, maybe that's why. Something. Yeah, because it has it on on the back. Uh, sorry, on uh -huh. the side. I really like that. But my Samsung okay. phone. Uh, the S10 or whatever it was, I can't remember where it was now, but it literally took a, you know, an age. I'd just press my finger on it. It would take ages. Because they are using because they're using poor variant of this technology. I have OnePlus, OnePlus 7, I think, and it works like a charm. Yeah, for you me too, it thing. works perfectly. Yeah. You I just like touch it, it yeah. and immediately it works, really. And in this wow. case, it's actually a hardware, actual fingerprint sensor actually within, so it would be pretty damn quick, wouldn't it? It'd be like instant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah wow 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 this is this does it is say really anywhere said please tell me in that what you're reading now it says it's going to have a dedicated display port no oh, never no. Mind then. <laughs> no no oh yeah but <laughs> i so uh, wish yes right. totally it wouldn't even cost that much if they're doing all this fancy stuff uh, and did you already discuss previously those this earlier leak uh, from like september 13th when uh, someone oh, found yeah. those messages in the firmware like, yeah yeah we found yeah, yeah right okay, we did yeah. Yeah. follow the target of your gaze like so Eye tracking confirmed, things like that. Yeah. Did did we just read this? Also has eye tracking, right? Uh, that's what I wanted to say because there was right. a previous leak. leak exactly, previously, but but not in this leak, right? There was yes. no. Was there? Let me. I'm just I'm just rereading it. Uh, okay. This. <laughs> no, we we only heard now about the the trackers outside now for the yeah, tracking. Yeah. But I, I think I think eye tracking is basically confirmed. I mean, I also think it should be it should have tracking. I like that when he was asked about maybe a Rift two one day, he was like, maybe one day. He didn't say no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. W what would you think about this kind of um, headset? Do you think it would be successful? <laughs> what a funny question! Of course, it's going to be successful. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Price. For me, I, it wouldn't. I, I would be very happy just uh, with my standard sort of peasant quest version. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't. This doesn't tempt me at all, personally. Especially with all this fingerprint stuff going on and cameras, extra cameras. Don't really like that. So, I'd, I'd just stick with my bog standard version for me, personally. 
Mm-hmm. You wouldn't you wouldn't go for it? Oh, he not would really. Also, no. Come I, on, you're you going to buy all the headsets as well now. Just like <laughs> you're, to, you're you're on this podcast <laughs> now. Yes, yes. You yeah, you get everything. It's you like a prerequisite. <laughs> it's a pre- you have to buy everything. <laughs> no, I, I I just I don't think I'll ever buy another. No, I don't think I I want a Oculus PC VR headset. I know it's never going to happen or it might happen one day, but perhaps something of a better hybrid than what we have right now. Airlink is actually working brilliantly now anyway. It it works very well. But then I think, well, how better would it work then if it was just proper, you know, if you had that option to hard, you know, HDMI into a computer with the software, the way it is now. They are absolutely leaps and bounds ahead of anything else. I just wish that there's a segment that they're completely missing out on. You know, like a lot of PC VR is still alive. I think it's still alive anyway. And I think a lot of people would appreciate that ability to be able to use it as a proper PC VR headset as well. If it had that, I would literally, I, would, I wouldn't care about any of the other stuff. I would just but, buy it straight but away. But too few people need that. It's a minority. No, it's you're a, right. It's a we sad are a minority. We are a sad niche. <laughs> we <Yes>. are. <laughs> Sadly. But well, and at I least they <laughs> sharpened the, the image, right? They sharpened the image in, in the link, didn't they? They did. Yeah, they did. Yes, they did. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's still a developer thing. You've got to put it, you know, switch it on in the Oculus uh, debug tool. But oh, exactly. it's getting there. It's very good, actually. So at this point, Simplex really hit the nail on the head when he's like, price. Because that really right. is going to determine where, where this lands and how popular it is and who buys it and all that stuff. I kind of have a theory, if, uh, if I may. Yeah, you may. Because they're doing the sale right now, right? Trying to clear out all these Quest 2s, trying to give you 100 bucks off exactly. of, of it at its, at its current price point at the 128 gigabyte model. I have a theory that this Quest Pro will have two versions just like all the other quests have had one with a smaller amount of storage and one with a greater amount of storage i think that they will sell the quest pro at with a smaller amount of storage for the price that they're currently selling the quest 2 256 and then they'll have like their 256 version of the pro at a premium price that we haven't seen yet right that makes total sense how much is it like it's 399 the, the 256 version yeah, but you know what I think? So three ninety nine I mean, for like a sixty four gig. It would be a, name, a super price, fantastic the, price. I think if you want, if you name your product Pro, you want to have a higher price. Okay, but also you you must uh, think about Facebook's strategy. It's just like getting those out to people, yeah, getting I, people I into the ecosystem. But they could make all, uh, so many other names, right? I mean, uh, you're right, you're right. But we don't know yet about. The I price. hope I'm wrong, but just but if I, I was I, Facebook and I wanted to increase the price, I would yeah. call it Pro because Pro is for professionals, it Pro- makes prosumers. Sense. Prosumers yeah, pay more, right? You are right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, but, on the, but on the long run. They will make more money out of your data, and if this has like an eye tracking sure. device, they don't even need to 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 sell yeah. this for five hundred. They will they will want to sell it for three hundred, so that more people sure. have the version with eye tracking. Because out of this eye tracking, they will make so much money, right? It's it's just perfect for their for their actual business model. So and like we know sense. the differences, you know, like yeah. us enthusiasts, we know the differences, but no, they, these people do not like the the public does not and that's who they're trying to get into these headsets right now and all they care about is the price they're like oh it's virtual reality 300 bucks sold you know Ex- like exactly 300 they, this, the price makes sense for them so i don't think they're going to go too far beyond what we've already seen i think we're going to see something that's very similar to the 256 price for the lower model and then maybe makes like sense. a five or six hundred dollar version um that's maybe i think it'll be more i think it'll be more Maybe some people, not, no. not a well, lot more, but it will. It won't make any so. sense. No. Anything that has the price, no one's going to buy it. No it's one will buy it. 
Pro-shumers will. <laughs> no, but not not enough because Facebook is really targeting the mass market. And if they if they, they come have out the now too, with That's the five hundred, if if they are if they are selling a five hundred dollar device, it's too expensive. They need to get more. So I also agree with Alex. I think actually three ninety nine is is probably already expensive yeah. for the mass market. And what they're doing is they're there's oh did I lose you guys? No 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 we can hear you. we can hear you okay. All right, cool. So what they're doing is they're silently eliminating pain points. Like there are all these pain points that exist on the quest, like Sebastian was talking about, like if you lose your tracking when your hand goes behind your back, you know, like that's something that they need to fix, but they can't just be like announcing all of these pain points that existed on the quest two before. So I think they're just going to be putting out fires as much as they can silently and solving all of like the uh, objections that people will come up with every time they talk about virtual reality. Yeah, right. I totally agreed. So I, I, this can't be like a $500, $600 device for some Quest room, 2 is not dead. People. It's literally, it's it's going to be in continuation and complementing. Yeah, I think so Quest too. Two. I agree but, with but, Alex. But you, but you know what? I think I think they're going to um, get the price even lower of the original Quest 2 that we're seeing right now. So they're starting this right now. Buy a second Quest 2 and $199. Wow, incredible. But how about that? They introduced this Quest 2 Pro right now, and I agree, probably it's going to be about $399, but probably even $299 for the, for the, for the lower model. And just putting $100 off the prices of the, other, uh, of the original Quest 2. And the Quest 2, the one that we use now, for $199 is an impulse buy. It's, it's just yeah. like everybody needs to buy that. It's so cheap. It's a gateway drug. It's a gateway drug. I, I think they're they going for something like this. Make the original Quest 2 even cheaper, like what they started right now. Uh, once that Quest 2 Pro comes to the market, and then, yeah, Quest 2 Pro, I don't know. Yeah, probably uh, two, $350, $349. That would be a magic price for this device, I think. The only thing that can complicate it is the chip shortage, right? So. We'll but see. not for them. I don't think they, they have it because they are the ones who are making the chip shortage because they are buying all <laughs> yeah. the chips. Yes. No, really, because they <laughs> have the power. Yeah. Just, like right. just like Apple, just like Apple. They are buying the things, right? So, okay. uh, wow. So um, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering what our, our viewers are thinking. What do you think? Can you do a there? poll, Seb? Are you able yeah. to do that? Yeah, uh, actually, I don't have it open right now, the ah. the, 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 the YouTube one. I'm just going to ask here into into the round here, not, not ask to the, the people who are watching this right now. What do you think? How expensive is the entry-level Quest 2 Pro going to be priced at? The entry-level Quest 2 Pro, the one with the, if, if, there, are, if there are several ones, the one with the, the, the least amount of memory, probably 128 gigabyte or what. How expensive is the Quest 2 Pro entry level going to be? Please do let us know in the chat. Simplex thinks $399. Who's <laughs> 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 <Simplex. laughs> <Is> this guy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. $599, no, too expensive, Platzado. I really think. Okay, $499, $449, $499, $399. It's you, Flatsum guy. Stargazer, <laughs> $299. Okay, yeah, $299. Wow, that would be like, wow. I, I also somehow have the feeling they could make it happen two ninety nine really, yeah, because I, because I'm, I'm thinking that wow right, really that right? cheap yeah My because God. honestly I don't think actually that the the cameras are so expensive the cameras on on the controllers won't be so expensive they're going to use the same XR two chipset right the stuff isn't much more expensive and probably even for that LCD panel 
with a better uh, lighting system. Oh, I also still, don't silver, think it's going to be so expensive. right. Sorry, what Silver said there. I just you're so right. If it, it's so cheap to put a you know a display port on that, it's, it doesn't even compared to everything else. But they doing, don't care it, about. The, those, is, it cheaper, is it cheaper than putting a, a better ma microphone in the Exactly. It's not It's not price. I wouldn't need any other headset. I mean, I'm totally with you, Steve. Pro. I mean, I hope, yeah. you know, we can make a fan club. But totally Yes, let's... let's uh, <laughs> also, you know, something that we don't really have any, like, any to are some of the politics that go behind some of these decisions, right? Like sometimes someone's in bed with someone and that's the reason why something happens, you know? It's yeah, not because right. it's the best <laughs> option. It's because I, ha I'm, I have a share of that. So guess what, everybody? We're, we're using that. You know, yeah, people right. do that kind of shit all the time, especially uh, big, important Every people with lots involved. of money. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, about the price still, uh, we read about so uh, so many fantastic technologies in this headset, cameras in the, you know, in the controllers, pass-through yeah, camera right. sensors, like it's going to cost. I mean, you're, you're right. It's going to yeah, cost yeah. more, but well, they are subsidizing headsets. They've done it before and it would make yes. so much sense to subsidize getting um, f um, eye tracked uh, um, headsets Dude, into the, the hands gaze, of people. It's just pure money. Is so valuable. It's so, it's so valuable. It's... Honestly speaking, it's just like a treasure trove of data. With with that, they can make so much money. So it makes sense to to subsidize it. Yeah, and it has the same chip and stuff. So I really think they they don't need to get this out to for five hundred dollars. It's going to be comparable, I think. Yeah. Wow. You know, That's but I mean, interesting. There's nothing stopping them uh, from having uh, different price ranges. So, you know, they can sell the old Quest at, you know, 399 or 299 and then have uh, more price ranges because someone will always buy it and they will earn more. They will earn both. They will have profit from both tracking, from both the data and from yeah. selling it, you know. So why right. not both? <laughs> if you can have why both. Exactly. Because yeah. people don't jump on this unless they see the right price, dude. There's like a threshold. Yeah, that yeah that, that's what I said. You have. That's why I said you have price ranges. Someone looks at the pro and says, "Oh, well, it's expensive for me." Well, but we have this cheaper one for you. Just like well, they, already got, the whole they, but they, they need. They need to sell VR. They need the they experiences have. that people have. No, no, they haven't. I think there's still tons of pain points that exist on the Quest too. That the, the, not, this not pro is going to fix. I think this this obviously not got to the mainstream yet, but it's damn well close. And they've got people hooked in. So now you give them another pro version, and a lot of people go, "Oh, okay, I yeah, really enjoy will, my Quest. Yeah. There's a pro version it. there. I'm going to buy that." And of most course. people probably, will. a lot of people will, just like a yeah. phone. You know, like I mean, people are not r rational. Sometimes they will buy a more expensive one because they will hope it will be better. Yeah, of course. Yes. I do that all the time. Yeah. But we, but we are <laughs> super. We're enthusiasts. What they are looking at no, is no, the people at are, Walmart. Those but, who, who will just people, buy it like this. But, you know, sometimes I go to the store, like maybe it's just my anecdote, but I buy the most, most expensive ham because I'm hoping it's the best. I don't have time pro to ham. compare them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like pro ham, exactly. <laughs> just If I pay, if it's the ham most pro. ham in the store, I mean, like, of course, not like uh, yeah. crazy but this, but expensive. Is, I totally get it. I buy it. it. Yeah, I, I get it. But, but ham is already mainstream. Okay, true. You yeah, know? everybody likes him. And <laughs> you can't argue and, that. But, but and VR is not. Okay. And to Steve's point, like people do have their minds blown by the Quest 2. I will give you that. But there are still so many pain points that keep them from putting that headset back on. You know, maybe they put it on, they love it. 
they buy it, but do they stay in VR? Like they're trying to get people to stay in VR. And I think they're going to silently put out these fires because people have insanely unrealistic expectations of this technology already, especially people who are not enthusiasts. They, you call it VR. I swear people expect it to be like total recall, you know, and they're like, sometimes by what these amazing people are creating and they need to impress these people who are really really hard to impress and they don't care about any of that stuff they just want it to work that is the only thing they care about that's that's right that's right like one pain point that i would hope that they would address it is the quest 2 as it is now it's still front heavy i mean for us no because we've already all these kind of head straps and stuff right so i would be happy if out of the box it already came with some good head strap that would make the thing better and probably the battery in the back so that you have more balance and longer play time than two hours i mean we have already like modded our quest right with batteries and like psvr still headsets it's good already how we have it but if it it, already (laughs) yeah right if it came that shit isn't free yeah, exactly. You're right. If it came out of the box with all the good stuff, that's something that I would hope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because wow. I mean, somebody buys a Quest right now. The head strap, in my opinion, is unwearable. The facial interface, in my opinion, is unwearable. You have so to add more money to it. Yeah. Was, Fifty was, bucks for a head strap, like, boom. I was so shocked the first time I, in fact, I got a video of my first reaction to the Quest, and literally, I didn't have it on for more than five minutes, and I was like, "This is so uncomfortable! Ouch. My Ouch. God, this is awful." And then, you know, now, obviously, you know, that's what they needed to do to go down with the price. So it even shows that even Facebook has some kind of, uh, you know, uh, threshold where they cannot go lower with the price. You're right. You're right. When they start uh, just chipping out. (laughs) <laughs> You're right, but but you know what? It's, it's it's just like a genius way to do what they have done, right? Like uh, sell this basic model, which is super cheap, and then True. tell people, okay, if you want more, just buy the head strap or what? It's genius. The whole thing, uh, genius. They have really done no. an amazing job. I tried the the elite battery strap, and actually, it's not comfortable for me. Can you believe oh, it? Really? Wow! I can't yes, believe I, it. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't it. believe it. I have to use the Franken Quest. I have to use my old, oh, uh, okay, you know, deluxe audio strap. I know, but that's also good. That's yeah, a, that's, that's the a, best. That's but, a, it's still the best, right? But I was really disappointed that you know that for me for my head this bald head here it's not <laughs> yeah. compatible. So I don't know. <laughs> wow. Really, yeah, we're all so different. That's still something yeah. that that strikes me, right? Something that I think is super, like super comfortable. Yeah, you want. Yeah, like it, we need to get. It's like with the controllers. There should be at least three variants of controllers, like small hands, <laughs> uh, you know, medium hands, large hands. Like, yeah, you're right. Actually, that would be amazing. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's like I think. Uh, yeah, we've said before. I mean, God, we, we're all so different, different face shapes. I, IPD. It's just it's crazy to get yeah. that perfect, per, you know. Really. Uh, um, VR headset and that's why we've got all these different obviously straps and things anyway and 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 foam pads and things but yeah right. i think to be, the quest 2 for me was the most uncomfortable headset i've ever worn uh literally the quest when 2 it, yeah when out of the box okay. now oh, yeah. it's great N- now it's good yeah right wow but that's obviously spending more we, money on it <laughs> i love our hobby or our passion for vr isn't it fantastic we can talk like for two it's hours so fun. And, for two hours and then 30 minutes now and it feels like we have just started to talk about it we could even go on and on and on but we have to stop it right now it's already too long so i i just want to say thank you thank you to you for for joining the podcast alex and simplex it has been amazing i love today's show Right? What, what do you think, uh, Steve? It was amazing, right? Uh, honestly, please, guys, come back. Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. as regular as you can, really, because it's just great to have such knowledge, really, a different sort of take on things. It's, it's really, yeah, it's been an absolute pleasure. It was a super pleasure. I Did you also so enjoy glad. it? 
Oh, I, I, I knew I, I knew I would enjoy it. <laughs> I'm so glad that I finally managed to be a guest on your on your podcast because you're doing great thing here, and you know, really, okay, it's an you. honor for me. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's I mean, I live for this stuff, dude. This is this is uh, I love it, man. I, I love uh, chatting with people who share my passions, and enthusiasms, and I love exactly. hearing new perspectives, you know, because at the end of the day, we are all on the same team here. You know, we are all absolutely. on the same team pushing VR forward. And right. I think it's important right. that we do challenge each other while maintaining respect that we are yeah, on the same sure. team, you know, because it's going to it's only going to help us get to where we're all trying to go. Exactly. Wow. What a beautiful last word for today's show. So thank you everyone for watching or listening to the Next Dimension podcast. This was season two, episode nine. And if you enjoyed it, if you're watching it live right now, thank you so much. Please give it a thumbs up right now and do leave a comment later. That helps with the algorithm so more people can find it. And again, it would be so amazing if you would take the two minutes to get out your new iPhone 13 or 13 Pro, <laughs> whatever you have, open the podcast app, find the Next Dimension podcast and the Between Realities podcast and do leave us a review that's really the best thing that you can do and uh, the best way to say guys thank you for doing this show every saturday yeah that's it from us and now we're looking forward to see and hear you in the next episodes until then bye 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 <laughs>